The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. with Hanson. It's the pairing we've been waiting for our whole goddamn lives. He's saying dumber down. Doing an Indian accent. You can't do that anymore, my love. Ah, he, who cares? He's old school. Busy show tonight, dear listener. And uh, we, I, I know we've fallen down the celebrity big brother rabbit hole. It really is um, coming. Pace, I stand by what I say yesterday that Hardy was wrong to say it was Roxy's responsibility to tell someone not to touch her. That, you know, the guys, you just shouldn't touch girls. But this whole thing between, and if you're not watching Celebrity Big Brother, this will mean nout to you, right? But the whole thing between Roxy, who I believe was in Emmerdale, and Ryan, who is in Coronation Street, who she is accused of assaulting her, um, and he's been given a warning. Uh, well, if if you believe anything you read online, and let's be honest, somewhere between naught um, um, and 100% of everything written online is actually true. She's got previous. A lot of people are calling her out saying, she did this with me. She said I assaulted her in a job. At least three men have said that. Mm-hmm. And several other people have said, uh, at last, she's being seen. I've worked with her, and it's, it's good to see her behaviour is being shown on several TV. Several other people, including women. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Um, busy old show tonight. We're off to Scotland straight after the show, so we've kind of got that holiday vibe. Um, and we'll have a laugh, but we might do a little bit of heavy stuff as well. And the first thing I want to talk about, I got a tweet today. Now, normally when I get tweets from people saying, hey, this would be a really good story. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I'm busy. I'm a busy man. I've got sofas now. I need to have a doze on them. Um, but I got this tweet from Holly Brooks. 
that's uh, Holly Ann with an E B on Twitter. Um, and uh, I just, it, it just something struck me. Something struck me. It's like, hmm, this. Uh, if this is true, then this is this ain't great. So um, we had a little chat, and Holly should be. If I click this button here, hello, Holly. Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, lovely? I'm, I'm all right, thank you very much indeed. Um, do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah. Go on. God, it's been a bit crazy. Um, she's been on BBC. She's been on BBC Radio Essex today. That's how crazy she? it's been. Oh, all over the airwaves. She don't mind. <laughs> go on. What <laughs> happened? Go Sorry. anywhere with anyone. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Um, yeah. So yesterday, um, so I'm in a wheelchair. Got meningitis earlier this summer. Life pretty much sucks, but we'll deal with that. Yeah. Um, got on a Greater Anglia train yesterday, going from Norwich to Colchester. Um, and the catering cars and all of the catering equipment, I'm talking bottles of water and everything, were completely taken out of my disabled passenger space. So Greater Anglia completely valued uh, serving tea to people in first class over their well, disabled users. they do pay a lot of money. Now, listen, I, um, I've got experience with wheelchairs, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of maybe compare notes in a bit, but I've not been on a train with someone in a wheelchair. So what is, how is the wheelchair space normally laid out? What have you got? So um, I can only speak for Greater Anglia trains. Okay, yeah. ones. I've been on, but they put you in first class, which isn't too bad on a lot of trains because uh, that's where they're two. And can I point out they only have two disabled uh, spaces? So, wow. God forbid, three people out of the hundreds of passengers on the train would want to travel on them. It, imagine if like disabled people were friends with other disabled people, and I don't know, they wanted a day out or something. <laughs> Shame no, on them! Not allowed. That's outrageous. So there are only two spaces. What is this? Where seats? have been removed. Yeah, essentially. So there's more than enough space to comfortably get a wheelchair in there. Right. Um, and the one that um, I want to use was the one that ended up having the, all the trolleys and the space. And that has a normal seat um, opposite it where a companion can sit. So in my case, it was my boyfriend. I have uh, really you can't bad say, you travel can't, Holly, Holly, you can't yeah. say the word normal. Um, I don't know if you know that. You, you can't say that. Outrageous. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, so you wanted to sit um, uh, opposite your boyfriend. I wanted to sit opposite my boyfriend. I didn't want to talk about the weather. Uh, just wanted to have him there to comfort me to, you know, because I have really bad anxiety when I'm travelling yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, well, also, you, know, also if you get you get on a train. Face, you, know? you get on a train. You want to sit, and, and, you know, and it's not you want to sit with the person that you're travelling with. Yeah. That's not a ridiculous request. No, completely. Um, and I, it, it's perfectly normal, especially when you're in a wheelchair and need a hand. You yeah. know, game things. You know, I need them normally to just go and get me a coffee. But you know, it's not laziness. It's life in a wheelchair. Yeah. Um, but no, they were completely blocked off by uh, two catering trolleys, a uh, load of paper bags to store their stuff in. And the space I was allocated, I was um, had my back to the window, facing the other window, which is really dangerous Ooh, if there was a crash. No. So I couldn't even couldn't turn my wheelchair around to get it into the safe position because there was so many boxes of bottled water by my feet. Um, it was a nightmare, and right. they, their Hang apology on. is even worse. We'll get to the apology. Oh, don't you worry. We'll get, we've got plenty <laughs> of time for this, Holly. We'll get to the apology, and we'll get to the emails they have sent us, because they're great. Oh. Um, so, OK, so, nor- so I mean, I can't... I have to face the front if I'm on a train, otherwise I get travel sick. So, normally, let's get... Just, just so I've got this clear in my head, normally you would be sat in a space, and would you be facing the direction of travel, or would you, you know, would you be facing the length of the train? Or- yeah, you're facing the length of the train. Okay. You're not facing sideways. 
ways for complete, you know, okay. safety and, reasons. And you're, you're, the, 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 if you were travelling with um, an able-bodied person, they would generally be sat in the seat opposite you. And you'd yeah. have, what, like a little table between you? Yeah, a little table. Okay. Maybe a phone charger if you're lucky. So, okay, so why... So one of the disabled... The other disabled space had this trolley. And I'll, I'll tweet the picture again in a second, because I've tweeted it a couple of times. So it had this, the, the, the trolley that's, what, about five foot, four, five foot tall, full of, I can see, cups and coffee and crisps and bananas and things like that. Yep. But, but, so why couldn't you, in the second disabled space, face the direction you'd normally face? Uh, because they piled boxes of uh, crisps and boxes of bottles of water and everything like that basically along the length of that space, there was only room for me to get my wheelchair in um, kind of sideways, essentially. I couldn't turn it around. So they blocked off that space completely as well. For me, that, I mean, the whole situation is stinky. But that's the really stinky bit, that you're kind of just being wedged in. (laughs) Second thought. You're being wedged in. Um, So when you, how, how does it work? When you get on the train, I'm guessing that a guard or someone has to come and maybe put a little ramp down or help you up or something? Yeah, so, I mean, this is also a thing that bugs me. When you're a disabled passenger, you have to book well in advance. Yeah. So if I woke up tomorrow morning and just wanted to jump on a train, you know, to go into London and see friends, couldn't do that because mm. it all has to be pre-booked. But when you do, you get to the station, make yourself known, and they've got a ramp hopefully waiting for you. There's been situations where there hasn't been a ramp waiting for me. Um, and they wheel you up onto there and pop you into, you know, your disabled space. How far um, in advance do you have to book it? I think the website says 12 hours. By phone, it's 24 hours. But the, the earlier you do it, the better, because, okay. you know, I've had experiences where I've had to double-check they've actually done it. OK, so you get, you get, um, you, you get wheeled in, um, uh, 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 and then you saw what the seating arrangement was. Did you say anything to the guard? So my boyfriend was the one who realised at first kind of what was going on and the woman on the platform had said, oh, we've got the catering trolleys in your space. I'm really sorry I'm getting a staff member to move it. Um, we got on and, uh, you know, my boyfriend was saying, why why can't you move this stuff? Why can't Holly sit, you know, opposite me? Um, and the member of staff on board said, when Coach H, which is the normal catering car, and um, a normal catering carriage is out of order, which it was. We have to use the disabled space, basically, to serve coffee and tea and everything else. Um, and he kept reiterating that it was policy that they could not be moved. Uh, so he kept saying to us, we cannot move these trolleys. There's nowhere else to put them. Um, and what are you supposed to say to that? You know, I needed to get that train. I needed to be home for a certain time. What What was I supposed to do? Be left stranded in, in Norwich of all places? Um, okay. I've just retweeted the picture if people want to go and have a look at, um, what you're forced to say. I'm laughing because it's just, uh, it's just ridiculous. It's just, it's just not, it's just obviously not fair. Obvious. Have you seen the picture, haven't you, Kath? Um, okay. Go on. What are you going to say? No, I've got this statement here and I'm listening to you and wishing that they'd have come on rather than told me off for, um, the unusual approach. (laughs) We'll get to the statement and then we'll get to the, we'll get to the second, the second email where they tell Kath off for the way she's Well, you go into it directly. Right. So you took, you you or your boyfriend took a picture. Yeah. Um, and then what, you tweeted it. Yeah, tweeted it just because I couldn't believe it. And, um, tagged a couple of people in it who really kind of backed me and supported me. So, the amazing uh, Tanya Lee Davis, who's the American comedian who's had trouble with trains all across the country, 
um, a account called Agony Orty, whose real name Sarah, who's autistic and in a mobility scooter, who's also had problems. And uh, Tenny Lee Davis as well, who's just been so supportive to my problems in the past. Right. Um, and it went crazy, rightly so, because I yeah. think people don't realise the um, the struggle that happens as a person in a wheelchair. And I've only be, I haven't been in my wheelchair long, you know. Said I got meningitis in uh, June this year, so I went from somebody who commuted on Greater Anglia trains every day into work in London to being somebody who's just had their eyes completely opened by what a disaster it is. I'm going to ret- I've just seen you've got a video there as well, so I'm just going to retweet that because you get a little slightly better sense of, of, of perspective. Um, OK, and so, of course, you tweeted uh, uh, Greater Anglian Trains. Yeah. They're, they're, and, and a lot. I see that quite a few people tweeted them as well to say, come on, guys, this, this, surely this must be a mistake. You, you're better than this. Um, and they've tweeted a very similar reply to a lot of people, haven't they? Yeah, they've copy and pasted a reply, which implies that it's my fault for feeling upset and actually not their wrongdoing whatsoever. I'm trying to... Let me just find their tweets. Hang on. Greater Anglian PR is the, mm-hmm. uh, is, is the one. And I'd, I'd say PR disaster. Oh, absolutely. I'm a journalist myself and I worked in PR um, and I was dismayed. And I still am, actually, at their approach to the whole thing. Um, so I think if anyone wants to pitch for the Greater Anglia account out there, then uh, yeah. now's probably the time. It's, um, it's, it's a, uh, you're right, a copy and paste. So here's one. Hi, Charlie. We're sorry Holly was upset. There are two wheelchair spaces on that carriage. If there had been two wheelchair users on board, we would have moved the trolleys to make sure they both got spaces we're working hard to improve rail travel for people with disabilities um uh here we go and the next one hi we work with a range of disabled stakeholders to try to improve rail travel for people with disabilities this is the greater anglia pr um twitter uh, as we want to all our customers journeys to be good holly had a wheelchair space and help on and off the train but we're really sorry she was upset by her experience shall we go so i then tweeted them you know and i waited i know you've got a blue tick but my blue tick's bigger <laughs> than yours it right? is. so i waded in with my blue ticks uh, to, to greater anglia and greater anglia pr and said come on guys holly's coming on the show tonight um do, do, do you want to say anything about this absolutely nothing right and then we came into work. We got into work about 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And Kath opened up her work emails, which she only checks when she's at work. And you had an email from them, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, sent at 3 o'clock. Go on. Um, I understand you produce Ian Lee's show. He just tweeted this to us, and I'd like to talk to you about this story. Um, and then she goes into some detail. Uh, and I'm not going to read it out because she reiterates it in the final draft of the statement. Uh, so I responded... Um, Would you so like she to... basically just says the same thing that we've just read. Is that right? Kind of. Um, and I just said, I've only just got this. Uh, Holly's going to be talking to Ian on tonight's show at 10. Would you like to join us or shall I read your email to her? And then I get an email back. And you're a journalist, Holly. Something we love is being told how to do our jobs. So here's what she says. Um, I've just seen Ian's tweet. It's usually producers who speak to us to arrange interviews, either by phone or email, rather than by Twitter, which is why we haven't responded to his tweet. I'll send you a statement to use in the show. No one's available for interview. Uh, and here's the thing. They would have had to have done a little bit of digging around. To find me. To find that you were yeah. my producer and then find your... I don't even know your work email. No. Also, it's 2018 and this is happening now and um, it would be nice to speak to someone. Um... 
Um, so I have a statement. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, let's have the statement. This is going to be a good one. Uh, as promised, here's our comment. Just to reiterate, wheelchair users always take priority in circumstances like this. Holly had her own designated wheelchair space, but if another wheelchair user had boarded, the trolleys would have been moved to accommodate them. OK. So they had somewhere to put the trolleys, is what they're saying. Okay. So here we go. A Greater Anglia spokesperson said... They didn't. They typed it after telling me off. We are sorry to hear Holly was disappointed with her journey yesterday. Holly had booked assisted travel at Norwich Station and staff helped her on and off the train. She had a disabled seat in first class. Several members of staff checked that she had enough room and was comfortable. Is that? Did you have several members of staff check that you were comfortable? No, I did not have several members of staff. When we first got on, I'm talking within like the first 30 seconds, my boyfriend, um, one of them had said to her, is everything okay? Um, and he says, well, no, it's not ideal at all. And there was no response. I, I'm going to put it out there. Greater Anglia are completely lying through their teeth. And all I want is for them to own up and say, we screwed up. We're sorry. We're going to look into this yeah. and look at how we treat our disabled users. But instead, they have this absolute backward approach yeah. to PR. And, you know, the way they've spoken to you guys is disgusting. It is It is pretty lousy. Before, we, before I, I double down on the lying thing, they've said in there, just say, several members of staff Several, yeah. check that she yeah. was comfortable how many members of staff spoke to you about whether you were comfortable or not um one which was a woman who was right. actually really understanding on the platform who got the right. ramp okay well then that is that is a lie then if that's what they're okay. saying that's okay carry on let's go to the next bit okay the train had a static trolley service instead of a cafe bar the static trolley was located across the aisle from holly's seat in an unused disabled seat had this area been needed during the journey our staff would have moved the trolleys Here's the next bit. We want all of our customers to have a good experience when travelling with us. Mm-hmm. We've recently taken a group of passengers with different needs to Switzerland, wow. where they gave their input on our new trains, <laughs> which are due to be introduced from next year. Job done then, hey? Brilliant. Well, I don't know why I didn't go right to Switzerland. <laughs> go on then, what do you reckon? What do you reckon to that, Holly? Um, what do I reckon to that? First off, um, I've had several experiences with Great Anglia over the past, um, actually August in general, uh, so they don't put disabled passengers first. I've had, you know, like I said, at least three experiences, and this has been by far the worst so far. Um, I do, I just like I said, I cannot understand why they can't own up and just say, sorry, um, we completely messed up. And I'm just flabbergasted that their PR continues to deny and actually continues to say, we're sorry Holly feels upset. They're not sorry. They're sorry that I feel a certain way. Yeah. Do you know what? I no longer feel upset. I feel angry and I feel actually really sorry for them. Whoever's not only running their PR, but people from the top all the way to the bottom who associate themselves yeah. with this company who have no regard, no respect and don't seem to want to educate themselves or train themselves on how to treat disabled people like humans. Here's the thing. How much of a difference would it have made if we'd have had, let's say, Steve from Greater Anglian PR, who we could go to now, who came on and said, Holly, we messed up, we screwed up, we're really sorry. Look, we'd love to meet up and have a chat, and you can tell us how we can improve things, and we'll, you know, some of it we can do, some of it we won't be able to do because of the infrastructure, but we, we made a... Wouldn't, wouldn't that go a long way? Absolutely, and when I was on BBC Essex earlier, um, they did have somebody on, and they did say, oh. you know, we sent you an email to invite you to meet with us, which they did send... Um, it was actually not them. It was somebody else who works in the council, I think. Right. And they did send that kind of uh, quite late yesterday. And they almost, like, the tone on the, on, the in, on the phone was like, why haven't you responded to this? And I'm thinking, excuse me, you're the last people that I want to speak to directly. I have to also be looking after my mental health right now because the whole thing is extremely stressful. Um, and I, this is the thing. It's not just me. And I'm 
getting hundreds and hundreds yeah. of messages from people who've experienced this are not just going to Anglia, but trains yeah. all across the oh, UK. Well, my, listen, my mum's in a wheelchair, right? And I, 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 I've taken her around. I've taken her around New York in the wheelchair. I've taken her around London. I've taken her, you know, I, small trips and big trips. And we had a big thing on here about when I was trying to book a seat for a cinema. And, you know, the, so I, the, it, it, no one knows how difficult it is to get around in a wheelchair or with someone who's in a wheelchair until you've done it. Everything that able-bodied people take for granted. Everything. Booking a cinema seat. In London, going on the tube. Mm-hmm. You know, getting on a bus. Everything is infinitely more difficult, sometimes completely impossible, you know. Um, and, uh, listen, uh, Greater Anglia, and we're going to make sure they listen to this because we're going to put this bit out as a special podcast, Holly. Thank you. Uh, it'll go out on Monday. And we'll tweet it, and we will tweet it at them, and I urge everybody who is listening to this to tweet this to Greater Anglia PR. And they're very welcome to come on next week and have a chat. They're welcome now if they're listening. They'll get a fair crack of the whip. I promise they will get a fair crack of the whip. But I've got to say this. The the, the story about the way you've treated one of your paying customers, uh, your emails to us and your decision not to come on, it's shitty. It's really shitty. It it stinks to high heaven. You should be on here apologising, doffing your cap. And I just, you know, as someone who travels with someone who needs a wheelchair, I just find the way that our um, uh, wheelchair users, and we've got a lot listening to this show in wheelchairs, they're calling, you know, the way that, that this country and these big companies treat people who need just a little bit more assistance or a little bit more space, it's disgusting. It's disgusting that there's only two wheelchair spaces on an entire train it's disgusting you've got to book it up in advance that you can't just rock up and go yeah i've got a wheelchair could you help me get on it's disgusting that you're wedged in facing sideways (laughs) but imagine if if you turned up kath for a seat and they said we've got your seat but we're gonna have to put these bottles on your lap and down by your feet and you're gonna have to sit sideways it's gonna be a bit cramped is that all right of course it's not all right of course it's not all right holly as a human being I apologise, because humanity has got it wrong, and we are, we're looking after the wrong people. But you know what? I'm so thankful that, like me, you're using your voice to put this out there. Oh, God, because, yes. Because, like I said, I, you know, three months ago, I was completely able-bodied. I was just going from kind of my job to the pub to hanging out with my boyfriend and all my friends and everything like that. Not a care in the world about any of this. And then now my whole world's changed uh, because of an illness, and you just see it for what it is. And... I won't lie, I've gone three months kind of with this illness and this struggle. And, it, you know, it hurts knowing that I'm going to have to face this time and time and time again before anything even comes anywhere near to changing. Um, what's the outlook? So you've got meningitis. I had viral meningitis. Uh, got sepsis as well. Thought Aye. it was a cold. I was at work and thought I had really bad hay fever. Uh, went out to a gig that night and uh, danced the night away and had a beer and everything. And uh, two days later, yeah, sepsis and meningitis. Um, I have to, unfortunately, use the train again on Wednesday uh, to, and the following week after as well to go into hospital for neurology appointments in London. Uh, and if Greater Anglia have got any any brains, you'll be being wheeled on on a golden ramp. Uh, they will be, or they'll be holding you aloft and offering you. <laughs> for, uh, and what is? That, are, are you? Uh, I'm going to ask a dumb question. You're going to get better. Yeah, the outlook's really good. So okay. what they don't exactly know what's gone wrong. So it's my left leg that basically doesn't work and kind of refuses to listen to the messages from my brain to walk. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I'm undergoing some physio. Uh, the NHS have been just brilliant with it all. Okay. Um, and I know we're kind of we're talking about travel and stuff, and travel was a huge part of my life before and still is. Um, I took a trip with Eurostar in July, so yeah. this was all booked before I got ill. And me and my boyfriend decided to go for it. Eurostar were flawless. I bet in there. they were, yeah. They were incredible in how they handled me and my wheelchair and made me just feel like an absolute queen and gave me extra wine, which, you know, is always a bonus. Come on, guys. What is this? That's, that, that is, um, that is um, inverted bigotry. That, is, that should not <laughs> what? be... That is that is not should not be happening. She's getting extra wine because she's disabled. That doesn't uh, make it was sense. It's a late night year, so my boyfriend, who's able-bodied, got offered it as well. All right, in that case, fine. <laughs> uh, right, Holly. Listen, what we're going to do is on Monday. This will be up as a podcast. Uh, I'll tweet you. Um, we'll 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 get as many people as we can to tweet this to Greater Anglia PR. Greater Anglia PR, if you're listening. Well, perhaps I should contact them since they don't um, okay, respond to Twitter it. at you all because it. it's not twenty eighteen. Honestly, guys, you would be very very welcome on uh, the show next week. You will. Um, you'll get a fair crack of the whip. You'll be given plenty of time to, to explain this this mistake. It, this must be a mistake. And you'll be given plenty of time to put your hands up and explain this mistake and how you're going to make it up to Holly and also how you're going to make sure that this doesn't happen again for any other uh, people unfortunate enough to, to need wheelchairs so that they don't have to, to, to go through this because it really makes Greater Anglia look a little bit stinky at the moment. Holly, listen, thank you so much for getting in touch. You're welcome. Um, and uh, we will we'll speak next week. And if you hear any more, you've got my, you're DMing me, so just send me a little message. Will do. Nice one, Holly. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers. Ta-ta. Um, thank you. What a nice lady. Well, I'm really, really interested. Lucy, stay there, because Lucy's called in, and I, I, I tweeted Lucy. And I'll tell you why. Listen, we're going to mess around tonight. Oh, I was, said I was going to mess around with Holly, and I forgot to. Sorry. You just did the serious <laughs> bit. Um, we have, we'll have a laugh tonight as well. Don't worry, because I know some of you are going, oh, my God, it's going all serious. But it just it struck a note, a chord with me. Just because of the situations I've been in with my mum, and I've had to kind of kick up a stink every now and then. Um, and I, when I tweeted this, I kind of tweeted as well, has anybody else had experiences like this? And the, the number of people who got in touch, who, the, the horrific things that had been said to them or said supposedly out of earshot about them or tweeted to them, or, or it's incredible. It's incredible. And Lucy's one of the kind people who, who told me just the most horrific thing. Um, if you have been in that situation, either as yourself or maybe you have been uh, uh, with someone in a wheelchair and um, you face something like Holly did or something different or just people being assholes, give us a call because I, I think it's important because it, it for, for a start, I'm never going to be a black man. I'm never going to be... A gay man. I could be a man in a wheelchair at some point. You know, it's something that could happen to all of us. It could happen to all of us on the way home tonight. It, it, it's a really important thing. Um, and I don't think that we as a society are aware enough of the, uh, uh, the bigotry and the discrimination and the hatred, the hatred that some people get just because they're in a wheelchair or just because their arms are a bit short or just because they look a little bit the hatred they get it's incredible if you want to share any of those stories tonight you'd be very welcome to i'd also get it if you didn't want to share them because you're a bit embarrassed or ashamed of what was said or you just want to feel that's cool man and and, and we'll still mess around but 
0344-499-1000. Lucy, stay there. You will, uh, you'll be the next person on This Is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000. Lucy, I'm sorry I kept you waiting for ages. It's okay. And I know that you were very nervous and anxious about calling, so I (laughs) I apologise for that. Now, you're one of the people that tweeted me, um, and you gave me an example. I'm guessing you've had a few examples of something that was was said to you. Do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, quite a few. So I've been in a wheelchair. Well, they discovered I was in a wheelchair since I was about two, three, sort of toddling age, and I wasn't toddling. So I've, I've sort of grown up with this, sadly, for quite a long time. And um, it actually happened. It's always when I'm on my own. It's never when I'm with people. Right. And uh, my mum had gone to have a haircut and I was wandering around town just doing a bit of shopping while I was waiting for her. And this wouldn't have bothered me if if ten minutes before a guy... I was, I was carrying loads of shopping bags and this guy approached me and said, let me help you. And I thought he was going to try to help me with the bags. Yeah. I was like, no, no, it's fine. I can manage. I can, it looks like I was struggling, but I was fine. And he went, no, no, and put his hands on my legs and said, uh, Jesus has forgiven you. Oh. I can heal you. Oh. And, and I just went, can you get your hands off me? And he went, what? I said, can you get your hands off me? Oh. And he's just sort of looking at me, took his hands away from me. And so I thought, I'm going to leave the shopping centre so he can't follow me. Hang on a minute. And so were you, were you in the wheelchair then? Yeah. Right. And where did, he, where did he touch you? My legs. Which part of your my, legs? My thighs. And he said, Jesus was, has forgiven you. Yeah, because they all think we're murderers, you see, those wacky people. Um, you, we're you, not. You, we're quite nice people, really. Well, exactly, and also trying to escape in a wheelchair from a murder scene, that's going to be... Uh, yeah, It's going yeah, to be tricky. It's going to be tricky. <laughs> yeah. Jesus has forgiven you. That is yeah. outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that, that was that, and I just thought, I'll just, I'll just go, I'll just move away. So I, I sort of went away, and as I was going away, there was a man and a woman, I don't know how old he was, so like mm, late 50s, early 60s, something like that. And as I walked past him, I was got, got rushing to get out, yeah. and as I walked past him, he went um, to his wife, turned to his wife, and muttered under his breath, oh, look at that, don't you think somebody should have put her out of a misery and shot her? <gasps> And I just kept going and going, and I thought, no, do you know what? I'm not going to. So I turned back round. Yes! Back. Yes! I, I don't know where I got this from, Ian. It was just like... Ugh. Rage. And I just... I turned back round, and I went, do you realise I've, I've, I've just heard everything you said? And he just kind of looked at me and was smirking, and I said, you what, love? And I said, I've realised, you know, I've heard everything you've just said. And he said, oh, I don't care, kind of thing. They were smirking at me, which made me even more angry because I was like, "You, you, you people, just people don't say that." And um, I said, "What part of me looks like? Oh, you know, I take pride in my appearance. I dye my hair and I put my face on. I don't wear jogger bottoms out of the house and all this kind of stuff." And I said, "What, what, what part of me looks like I'm giving up?" And he didn't say anything. And I turned to his wife and I said, "What on earth have you did you do in a former life to end up with somebody like that?" <laughs> um, then I rang my mom, nearly in tears, 
uh, and said, can you come and meet me in Marks and Spencer? And went and sat by the Percy Pigs tent. <laughs> Sorry, did you say you went and sat by the Percy Pigs? It's the best place to yeah. sit. <laughs> I was hoping that my mum would take pity on me and buy me a bag of Percy Pigs. <laughs> how old, Lucy, how, uh, how old were you when that happened? Uh, probably, uh, it's quite recent, probably about 26, 27. Okay. I'm 31 now, so. Oh, 30, okay. Yeah. I just, I yeah, just cannot get, I, I feel like, listen, I know I have no reason to, but I feel like I want to say sorry on behalf of, of all decent, normal, and say normal, I mean people who aren't bigoted, you know, yeah. decent people, because that is outrageous. It's not my generation that I have the problem with. It's people of an older generation who, you know, think we should have been smothered at birth and things like that. And you just think that is horrendous. I mean, like, I have grown up in a wheelchair. Well, I'm not, you know, grown up sort of disabled, so yeah. I've never known any different. So I don't tend to notice people staring or gawping anymore. But when I'm with my friends, if I go out with my friends, they're like, why, why are they staring at you? <laughs> why, why, I mean, my friends have had people, like, people behind bars and pubs say, uh, should, you really, should your friend really be drinking in that condition? And my friend sort of says, she's not pregnant, she's disabled. <laughs> and if I don't go back with a pipe, she'll bite me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, so he's very, like, good hearing about it. But you just think, I mean, and I'm quite open and honest about my disability. I'll, I'll sort of ask any, answer any question that anybody has got, because I've heard all the stupid questions in the book. Mm. Um, I tell you, one of the... One of this is going to be a weird sentence, but one of the good things about my mum being in a wheelchair, she's got MS, yeah. she's got it really badly, yeah. and she lives um, in a care home now. Uh-huh. And one of the good things about that is my boys, ever since they were babies, have been taken regularly to an environment where there are lots of people who have uh, different degrees and different depths I don't know, yeah. of you know varying physical disabilities some from some mm. from quite mild to some to very very extreme and so yeah. my boys are completely used to it you know they exactly. are completely used to it you, they, you know sometimes there might be a new resident who is you know whose body is contorted in a new way and they might have a little yeah. look but yeah, they're cool yeah. with it they're not, not scared by it they're not they know that some people are ill or have been in an accident or, or something has happened in their life that uh-huh. means they 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 can't do things that other people can do, and perhaps yeah. they can do slightly slightly different things. Yeah, um, and it's I interesting mean, I, you I, say it's a generational thing as well. Yeah, I once had a little boy who was about six or seven. I was in the supermarket, sort of minded my own business, and he was looking at me, and I sort of smiled at him and waved at him, and instead of coming over and like making a big thing about oh, why you're in a wheelchair. He just said, hello, I've got this new game that my mummy's bought me and was talking to me about this game. And, he was, and then he just sort of went, why are you in a wheelchair? Brilliant. So I told, you know, yeah. and that was, I, I, that was the first time that had happened. And I was like, that is brilliant. That is you know, great. I once heard a little girl, I walked past a woman and a little girl, and the little girl said, wow, mummy, is she a transformer? I was like, no, but that is, that is cool. <laughs> I'm having that. <laughs> I'm having that one. Um, how, okay. w- d- d- how often would you? S- I'm, I'm assuming that the you know the the, the healing laying on of healing hands and the yeah, should have yeah. been smothered shot at birth or whatever that yeah. happening close together was that th- they're quite extreme ones. Yeah, they are very extreme. They don't really happen. They used to probably when I was growing up a little bit, probably right. a little bit more that where you get the staring and the co- my mum would get the comments like you know she should have been smothered and all that kind of thing. It used yeah. to really upset my mum because, of course, it would, wouldn't it? Um, 
Yeah, uh, but it, so it's not really, it's not really, but it's always when I'm on my own. It's never when I'm with people. It's always if I go out on my own or, you know, if somebody's gone away from me, that somebody will, will and I often say to them, if I'm out, I can spot a weirdo from a mile off. <laughs> so I, if I... Hey, hang on, hang on, Lucy. You shouldn't be judging. Don't call them weirdos. Come on now. You know, be inclusive. They're not a little bit weird, aren't they, really, <laughs> no, to be fair. They're not all there. But, um... Yeah, I can spot a wheel. So if I'm with my friends or whatever, I go, can you just look like you're talking to me, please? <laughs> deep, in, deep in conversation, because then they won't come anywhere near. But if they look like, oh, I can go and speak to her. Yeah, you know why? They will. Because to them, uh, you know, you can't hear because of that wheelchair. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Completely. That. I'm completely sick. Don't yeah. understand anything. It's the does she take know. sugar thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. oh the I mean, number I... of times I've been out with my mum, Lucy, in a shop. But we went, I remember... I remember uh, um, and this is when she was able to kind of talk and answer for herself much better than she can now. She can now to a certain extent, but yeah, this yeah. was years ago. And um, took, took to the optician, and I said, I've just brought my mum in because she wants to get some glasses. And I, so I started mm-hmm. just looking around, and then the, the optician said, sorry, what type of glasses does she want? And I said, well, yeah. I, haven't got, oh. I haven't got a clue. She's there. Why don't you ask her? I'm going to exactly. go in the shop next door. And I walked out, because I knew mum could handle Good. her situation. I walked out. And it yeah. is that, that strange thing. Um, Lucy... I, you know, uh, people suck. I'm re- as a human being, I- I'm sorry that you have to it's endure stuff right. like that. Ian, for every weirdo there is out there, is a bit of a knobhead. I, <laughs> I, um, I uh, you know, I know there are plenty of people out there who are really kind and inspiring. And, you know, Twitter, my Twitter feed... Nine times out of ten, the majority is very supportive. Yeah, so, good. you know, I'm just I'm just starting out a new venture. I'm going to have a YouTube channel. Oh no! Wait, you mentioned this. When has this started yeah. yet? So, uh, well, I I was uh, today was my last day at work. I was made redundant today. Oh. Um, so I, I've left my job, and I literally cannot put up with people not really giving me a fair shake of a stick when I go for interviews and stuff. Yeah, so I've decided to sort of become a bit of a vlogger. Oh. I think I'm a little bit too old, but we'll give it a go. Um, so I've got a little, like, um, GoPro that I've attached. I'm going to attach to my wheelchair <laughs> so you get a bird's eye view of what it's like to Brilliant. be a chair. Brilliant. You get, yeah, you get people sort of... Um, Reactions without them really knowing that you know there's a and, and have you there. started posting any videos yet, or is that coming? I will, yeah, the next sort of week or two, I'm going to look right. at. When it's, when it's up and running, tweet me the link yeah. and we'll retweet it. And I tell you what, why don't we give it a month or so, three or four weeks, so you've got a yeah. bit of stuff go up there, and then yeah. come back on and we'll chat about what you've got and what you found out and we'll give it a plug. That would be great. I'm called the four-wheeled Wonder Woman. The four-wheeled <laughs> Wonder Woman. Yes, they are. All right. Hey, listen, Lucy, I know you're a bit anxious about coming on, but thank you very much. And we'll listen, no we'll, if, you, if you're up to it, we'll, we'll, we'll speak again in a month or yeah, so. Yeah, definitely. All right, cheers, Still. my dears. Ta-ta. Okay. Bye-bye. Um, what nice lady. What nice people. What nice people these people in wheelchairs seem to be. Who'd have thought? I'd want them sat in separate carriages on trains. They disgust me. <laughs> Isn't it, isn't it terrible? It is, and I do kind of wonder. You isn't know, Lucy was saying generational. I do wonder, right? My kids now are used to seeing people. There are kids in in at school, yeah. Uh, you know, mainstream school using wheelchairs. Oh. My daughter's got kids in her class who need a bit of extra help. That's how she puts it, right? And I wonder whether things will change now that there's a bit more, mm. a bit more integration. I think so. I remember being about six at six at school. And we had this big thing. Today, 
some spastic children. Wow. And I'm saying the word because that was the that word was out, that was yeah, used. I know. And, I'm, and I'm, I, I apologise, I'm offended. I won't say it again. But that was the word that was used in. If I was six, that was 1979. Yeah. All right. That was the word that used. We've got um, we've got some children coming in, and um, you, they're all a little bit different. And you, and and I remember we had a load of kids came in, and we were playing with like these straws that you had to connect. And um, I remember feeling really uncomfortable about it. I felt really uncomfortable. And I ended up playing with this kid, and he was a nice lad, of course. But I felt very uncomfortable. Um, and then we never, they never came back again, and we never saw them again. And that was it. Yeah. But also, there was no conversation afterwards. There was nowhere for my uncomfortable feet. It's the first time I really spent time with, with you know, severely disabled people. And there was nowhere for that uncomfortable feeling to be discharged, to be mm-hmm. let out, to be discussed and to be reprogrammed. So I had that, that, that uncomfortable feeling for a long time yeah. around disabled people. It was, it was a nice idea, but it was executed in a really poor way. An example of that from my school. Every, I think it was every Wednesday or Thursday, the kids from the local Macmillan home used to come in right. and have their lunch. Right. We didn't see those kids any other time. Right, we didn't right. know them. And I've got to be honest with you, they used to bring them into the canteen and people didn't want to sit near no, them. No, of course not. Because, of course, the way they eat, you know, yeah. is different. Yeah. Some of them need help. Some of them were feeding themselves. It, it was quite messy sometimes. Yeah. And none of us knew what to do with it because not. we'd not been prepared for it. And like you say, there was no kind of, there was no conversation around yeah. it at yeah. all. It was just these kids would pitch nice up and idea. then they'd leave. Nice idea. But, but you're right. I think it is changing significantly. Say, so my kids are, are blessed having a mum in a care home because they've seen... They've seen everything, you know, and they they go, well, how, we'll have questions like, how does Nanny Linda have a bath? And yeah. say, right, well, I'll, I'll take you to the bath, you know. How, how does she go to the toilet? Well, I'll show you the hoist system that she uses. Can we drive her wheelchair? Well, yeah, okay, go on. You know, so they, they're used to it. Um, and anyway, l- thank you, Lucy, because I know you were anxious about that. Oh, she was brilliant, though. Yeah, you would never good. know. I'm looking forward to seeing a, 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 a YouTube channel. We'll get her on in a few weeks and have a look at that. 0344 You can share your stories about that, or you can phone up and just dick around. Honestly, it's going to be one of those shows tonight. This is The Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 Let's go to David. Good evening, David. Hey, up here. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, mate. What you got for us? I'd just like to say uh, what a lovely lady she was. Uh, she was on before. She was, she, though, 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 yeah, she was great. She was, uh, yeah. considering she, she was, um, I think I can say she was bricking it. Um, she, <laughs> came, she came across very confidently. I'm looking forward to I want to send her some Percy Pigs. <laughs> yeah. There's another point I'd like to find. Not a point I want to talk about, but yes. I'd like to say that... Yeah, go on. Uh, most of the breakthroughs in technology and discoveries have, have it's been disabled people who's... Wow, who's, this is a sweeping statement. I've got to ask you to back this up with facts. Yeah, and that's absolutely true. Well, go on then, give me... OK, get, well, hang on. So he's saying that most breakthroughs Stephen in technology have, have been done by disabled people. OK. Let, yeah. get, OK, Stephen Hawking. Well, what... Hang on, what breakthrough in technology did Stephen Hawking do? Um, well, a- astrology. Physics. OK, well, it's not... OK, yeah. right, right, we'll give you physics. Yeah. Give us another one. But that's not what I want to talk about. Okay, anyway. hang on a minute. Come on, give us at least one more. Uh, well, there's lots of them. Check, check it out for yourself. But no, this, you've, this, this you've told me. Talk about. You've told me. Just give me <laughs> one more disabled person that's done a breakthrough in technology. Me. Oh. Yeah. Weren't expecting that, were I you? I was not expecting that. Well, okay. Not a question I'd normally ask, um, but what is your disability? Right. Um, well, years ago, I was working with the homeless and I contracted TB. Aye. 
And um, I thought I had lung cancer. Yeah. And, and obviously I didn't. Um, and I let it get to a really bad stage and it's permanently damaged my oh, lungs mate. forever. I'm sorry to hear that. And what yeah. breakthrough in technology have you developed? Um, to survive. To survive? Yeah. Okay. So when no, you the said... Thing, the, thing, the thing I'd like to talk to you about, oh, though... Okay. Um, is, is this next thing based in yeah. bullshit as well? Yes. Is, is, is a multi-million, well, a multi-trillion dollar industry called the, the nuclear power industry. Yes, I've heard of it. Um, well, at the moment, the, the Pacific Ocean is, is actually near death. It's yeah. no wonder the Pacific yeah. Ocean is blue. You yeah, know that song? There are 400 tonnes of highly radioactive nu- nuclear being dumped into the Pacific Ocean every day yeah. for the last seven and a half years. Yeah. Um, one of them elements is called tritium. Okay. Which... Is it's it's radioactive hydrogen basically. Okay. Um, it, if it gets on your skin, it won't it won't penetrate your skin, but it will evaporate into the clouds and it'll rain down onto your crops. Tridium. Tridium. Tr- tr- T-R-I-D- tridium. T R I D I U M. Okay, because it's saying on on Google that tridium is a, a an American computer company. No, no, <laughs> it may be. <laughs> but, okay. All right. Tr- tritium, anyway. It's, it's um, radioactive hydrogen. Yes. Actually, but um, but if it's inhaled, yeah, or ingested, yeah, then it is twice as damaging to DNA. Hello, than, Catherine. Tritium. Than, than it's, it's called tritium. Or, yeah. Then X-rays yeah. or gamma rays. Right. Okay. Uh, so well, you can imagine how many. Well, of that shit's been dumped into the Pacific Ocean, but our media's not even reporting on it or nothing. Since tritium right. is a low-energy beta emitter, it's not dangerous externally, yeah. but it yeah, can, externally, no. but but it can be a radiation it. hazard when inhaled, ingested via yeah. food or water absorbed yeah. through the skin. Yeah. yeah. OK, and how many people have died of, of tritium? I, I don't know, because no-one's done a survey on it. OK, so maybe no-one's died. Well, if, if it's going in all, all the food chain, because obviously everyone's eating... Fish and and okay. our, most most of our oxygen also comes from the ocean. Yep, know that the, fung- the fungus. Percent. Yeah, okay. Well, if well, our ocean dies, the planet may die. But, but well, no one's even reported on it. The planet's the planet's dying, man. Forget it. We're, we're the planet's but, over. But no one can clean up this mess. Uh, nobody. Right. So, so what do you want me to do about it? Well, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm a radio host. Cheap, is it? <laughs> I can't fix it. It's, it's not cheap, is it? It's the price of a planet. Well, the, the planet's dead. It's over. We lost yeah. that one. Well, when I was... Here's the thing. You, when you I was... make a difference here. No, I can't. Listen, when I was... Um, I'll tell you what my outlook on the world is. Forget it, right? Because when I was in New York, we went to the American History... Na- the, American His- the American Museum of Natural History. They don't call it the Natural History Museum. They've got to put all the word. So it's the American Museum of Natural History, right? Yeah. And we paid extra to go to the planetarium... To I've never been to. I, I don't think I've been to a planetarium to watch a film narrated by their Dr. Brian Cox, a guy called. I know Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was in that group D Ream. D Ream, yeah. But it's yeah. their version of Brian Cox. Turns called, out he lied. It's not going to get better. It, okay, guys, we're going on a tangent. <laughs> we really. You know, Ian's, Ian's being serious and he's talking. Um, by n- narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think his name is. He's the American yeah. Brian Cox, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about how the universe was created and we, did you know did you know the universe was expanding at a constant speed for billions of years and then about five billion years ago it started slowing down 
That is nuts, right? No one knows why. No, here's the thing, was, right? You said it's speeding up. No, it's not. It's it's slowing down. All right. Well, maybe it's speeding up. It's one of the two. <laughs> oh my God. Speeding up. <laughs> it's one of the two. Yeah, it's accelerating. Okay, it's, it's one. Of, yeah. But it was steady. Yeah. It, was a, it was a steady pace for, for billions Expansion of years, and, and yeah, then yeah. five billion years later, it either sped up or slowed down. One of the two. That's not important. Right? Well, it's a bit important. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, and here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing. Like an elastic band. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We've got to see a map of of the universe, right? Yep. It's some people think the universe is infinite, even though it's expanding. There's there's your head blown already, right? But here's the thing: Earth, is, Earth is going to end like yeah. that in the in in a in the blink of an eye. eye. Yeah, yeah. In, in the blink in, of an in, eye, in terms yeah. of the existence the of the universe, yeah. the Earth is going to go. And I'm sat there watching this, thinking, Ah, stuff it. Put your bit of a multiverse, though. I'm going to get some straws and plastic bags. It doesn't matter. the The oh, earth is the earth is it. dead. It, yeah. The earth is already dead. So let's let's just enjoy it. There's no such thing as dead. It's quantum physics. I'll quantum physics you in a minute. <laughs> if the, if there's no such thing as dead, then why do you want to save the planet? Why? Because it's wrong, isn't it? It's wrong. Oh, he's right. He's got you there. I've got to come back you from have, that. Yeah, I've got a good point, Marion. I've got a great point. It's over, and I'm watching it, this film. First of all, I'm feeling bad for my kids, and then I'm thinking, oh, who cares? This is this is game over. We're, we're yeah. such a, an insignificant... Spe- or you can look out the, the, your window tonight, right, and you'll see planets exploding. You'll see planets exploding. You, you, don't even need a, you don't even need a telescope. You will see planets explode. You, no... You'll see, um, it's almost like video footage of planets exploding billions of years ago. That's what you're going to see. And there'll be, some, there'll be some weirdo from space version of Nottingham called Space David X who'll mm. be watching one day in a, a uh, billion light it, years yeah. away. Yeah. And he'll, you'll see, you'll see, he will see Earth exploding and yeah. go, oh well, oh, well, what is that? What was he talking like that for? That's alien. Um, from Nottingham. A- alien accent. Yeah, alien from Nottingham. Yeah, that's oh, it. Hey, up, duck. Isn't it? Yeah, all right, me duck. Yeah, all right, hey, me duck. Hey, we, won, we won me other night. We beat Newcastle 3-1. I'm Aye. thrilled. Aye. Um, all right, David, thanks for that, man. It's something right, to think Ian, about. Oh, Ian, can I, can, I, can I give you a tip for a good book to read? Did you say, oi, Ian? Yes, yes. he did. He's wow. Yes, he did. Oi, oi, me duck. Oh, OK, I go on. It better be a good book. If right. I've read it, if I've read it, I'm going to come to Nottingham and execute right. you. OK. An Indigenous People's Guide to the United States of America. Oh. Gosh, that sounds like a thrill. Have a, have a read of it. It's I've got really, to read the Robin really Williams biography first, but thank you, David. I'll certainly... Um... OK. What an hour! No. What an hour of radio! That was like a proper radio show. People are listening going, wow, these guys have got professionalists. Um, just time for me to say that after this show, correct, Catherine and I are travelling to Edinburgh yes, for our we are. tour of the Highlands. We're actually not going to the Highlands; we're just going to Scotland. Uh, I don't think Scot- I don't think Glasgow and Edinburgh are the Highlands. No. no. So we are going to be in Edinburgh tomorrow doing a four p.m. show. You'd be very welcome to come along if you buy a ticket. Your chances. Um, there will be a few tickets available on the door. There's a few tickets left, guys. But if you want to buy them, <laughs> we're at the Stand Comedy Club tomorrow at four till six, and then afterwards we'll be sticking around for half an hour, taking pictures and saying hello and shaking hands and all of that stuff. Uh, and then on the Sunday, same time, four p.m., we're going to be at the Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow. 
getting quite a few tickets there. Yeah, if you're very lucky. Yeah, we've just released another 200 tickets for each venue. <laughs> so, it's, let's just say, huddle close to the front of the stage. Or you can move about and put your bag on a seat. <laughs> you can, if you want. If, if you can walk around and laugh so it sounds full, that would be great. <laughs> um, but so we're going to be in Edinburgh tomorrow and we're going to be in Glasgow on Sunday. It'd be really, really nice to see you. Uh, we're really looking forward to coming. We, we Hopefully we're going to stream the shows on Periscope, but we've been informed there might be, there might be a problem with the Wi-Fi. So we might be streaming on Periscope. We might be able to take Skype phone calls. We might not. Either way, we're going to have a good old show. Um, so if you want to get those tickets, if you go to ianlee.com slash event, then that would be absolutely fantastic. Otherwise, you can buy a ticket on the door tomorrow, Saturday, 4 p.m., the stand in Edinburgh, and Sunday, 4 p.m., the stand in Glasgow. We'll be done by 6, 6.30 at both venues, so uh, come and get it while it's hot. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. He has made a covenant with the night and with the darkness he is in agreement. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hiya, it's Catherine. Um, Ian's going to be back in just a second. But in the meantime, you can give us a ring, 0344 499 1000. Or you can send us a text message to 87222. And you just need to put talk at the beginning of your message and it'll cost you 25p plus uh, your standard network rate. Or you can tweet me like Alistair has. Um, I'm, I'm flipping Kath with no G and Ian is obviously Ian Lee or one word. Uh, Alistair says, I'm disabled. I've been told I'd committed crimes in a past life and a sinner. Been told must let Jesus into my life to cure me. I've been spat at, physically attacked, publicly humiliated, and I've never understood such hate towards others. Alistair, they're reacting to a conversation we were having with um, Holly earlier on, who had an unfortunate experience travelling on Greater Anglia um, yesterday, and um, and she's not really getting much love back from Greater Anglia. They don't seem to be taking on board what she's uh, trying to say to them. She's sort of squashed on behind a load of boxes and stuff. Um, so if you want to give us a shout, 0344 499 1000. Also, thank you to Lucy, who um, was very nervous about ringing us up, but told us some amazing experiences she's had because she's in a wheelchair. People feel like inclined to tell her all kinds of stuff, such as you should have been shot at birth. Flipping heck. Uh, so give us a shout if you want to talk about that. We can also talk about uh, what's going on on Big Brother at the moment, because frankly, I could do with... Um, help because I have no idea what some of the conversations today were all about um, Roxanne Pallet uh, is making no friends amongst the public if you look on uh, social media at the moment loads of people gunning for her, people coming out of the woodwork from her past suggesting that she bullied them when they were at school um, suggesting that they made allegations against them when they worked with her and this seems to be sort of a repeat thing um, and this all stems from um, a play fight that was caught very briefly on camera. You can't actually see where contact is made. Some people suggesting contact wasn't made at all. has to be pointed out that the lad she's accusing of it is not denying that he, he did he did play fighter and he did make contact. But it's all kind of kicking off. Um, and a lot of people are suggesting that she's not doing uh, fellow uh, women and, and victims of... Um, of that kind of thing, if it does happen, any good? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm a bit distracted because he's just walked back. Oh, in. you sit there. This is, this is um. Hey, I'm Katie Puckrick. And oh, she's I'm, so lovely. I'm single and I'm a little bit crazy and I killed my last boyfriend. She did not. She did, didn't she? No, she didn't kill him. Okay. Um. 
Okay. She gave him some good loving. I'm looking he forward. He didn't deserve it. <laughs> As you can tell, we've become quite good friends. This is incredible, isn't it? That we saw Katie at Sparks eight months ago. Yeah. Was it like? Was it before you went in the... That was before... Was it like November? Before the jungle. Mm-hmm. And we saw her at an event, it was almost a year ago, and we're too shy to speak to her. Then we saw her at another event the next day, and we went, let's go speak to her. And now she's like your mate. I know. And, and now I, I can be in other parts of the world, and I you know, can have a little look online, and it's... It's you and Katie Puckrick filling in for me. I know, isn't it What cool? a thrill. And she's now working with Jamie Easter. I know, and she Jamie. really enjoyed it. Isn't and that brilliant? And the thing is, she's right... She's so good, man. She's brilliant. That's it. She needs, she needs a permanent gig at Talk Radio. Denny, if you're listening, please can we keep her. Let's swap, because I don't like you sitting there. OK. We are swapping seats. We that are George swapping George Galloway seats. smells gorgeous, doesn't he? He's made these headphones... He's left a waft. ...smell like, um... A gentleman's boutique. Mm-hmm. He really has. Oh, three. Of course, you have it down quiet, don't you? Yeah, you have it dead loud. I have it. I take it to the max because I'm hardcore, hardcore parkour, hardcore parkour. By the way, is the title of my autobiography coming out later in the year. <laughs> hardcore parkour is the title. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Great first hour of the show, which means the last two hours will be a little bit pony. Uh, no, they won't. Kate's on the line. Thank goodness. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello, Kate. Hello, Ian. Well, I'm just calling to finish off what I started a few weeks ago because I felt like I need to get this back to my sister. But also, so I need to be quick because last time I was really... No, you don't need... No, again. Kate, message no, me. No, embarrassing. No, no, don't be embarrassed. Kate, message me to say, is it all right if I call your show again? I don't think it went particularly well last time. What? Of course you can call. You're not on my special list, right. Kate, so it probably was OK. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, a couple of things. Yeah, cool. I'm in the middle of nowhere, literally. I don't know where I am. In, I'm, in, I'm in the countryside somewhere. I've got a long drive home, so oh. I've just been to an event. So oh. I can't talk for long anyway. But, she sounds um, so mysterious, doesn't she? Is, she? I, I don't know where I am. I can't talk for long. I've been at an event. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I just need to get... I just, just feel like I just need to call back to just finish it off. All right, go on then. So I'm just going to... Okay, good. Right, okay, so when I, well, I was ringing to talk about um, this revelation I had in July when I went to this event in London. London, um, at the House of Lords, um, but I'm not going to go into that too much, it's boring, because I'm not going to go into that, and I'm not going to ramble too much, so we'll get straight to the point, cut to the chase. I met this amazing man called Errol, yeah. he's in his 80s, Yeah. he lives in Malaysia, he's very, very nice, and he was just, well, he's my new, my new best friend, I think, he's oh. lovely, he's messaging me a lot, sending me little clips of things, which I'm going to get to. So basically, he was telling me all about this revolutionary way of living which i just thought was lovely i just wanted to share with people and it's all about uh well it's actually a face okay which i know is going to put some people off because that word puts people off but the face is called the baha'i face the, f- the, the what face uh, sorry the baha'i face i've heard of that yeah. Have, yeah yeah that was a girl at school that was baha'i yeah yeah i really? oh, I, I think is that the one is that the one where you're not allowed to kind of preach about it? You can only talk yes. about it if someone asks you about it. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. yes. There's no status in it at all. Yeah, I, met no a, I had a girl at university who was... Uh, I th- in fact, I dated her for a little while who was, was right. that. Yeah. It's, it's, honestly, it's, it's life-changing. But the, he's teaching me about it as we go on. He messages me every few days and he sends me a new clip. So I feel like I'm getting sort of real-time lessons with him, which is really nice. And he rang me last week as well, actually, which is really sweet. He told me to start buying property, which is... Start <laughs> buying property? Yeah, he just said, you need to start buying property, do them up and sell them on, flip them over, 
And what this other thing is that I should do. I need to be training young people. Anyway, here's a lovely mango looks ideas. The boys, the, the things I picked up on the night, which were just lovely and beautiful, and they, they have been life-changing for me, are number one, we are here, not for ourselves, but to serve mankind. Right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So it's literally like taking the attention away from yourself and putting it onto other people. Point number two, and this is, I think, probably my favourite one, give without ever expecting anything in return. Yep, yep, I like that. Which I love, which it completely is a little game changer. And three, which is the one I kind of added into it, which has nothing to do with the Baha'i faith, but just one that I just kind of made up the other day, which was, but I think it's important to kind of keep a sense of balance. So I think you should find the music within you and and learn to dance to your own tune. Oh. And I think if you do those three things together, I'm telling you now, yeah. if anyone's listening is having a hard time, it will really help them. The first two I get, the, sec- the third one, the first two are great. Great. The yeah. third one feels a little bit, a little bit non-specific, and I don't a bit quite wishy-washy. Yeah, maybe it's just my one then. Ignore number three. Just take number one and two. That's yeah, all right. Enough. They're fine. Number one and two are great. They make perfect yeah. sense. What's that? Yeah. Um, have you read that book? Uh, and it's, again, it's a hippy dippy book, but actually, it's all right. Uh, is it the Four Agreements? The Four Agreements. Have you read that? It's a no, good I book. One of, a a therapist I had ages ago told me to read it, and it's yeah. great. And it's, I can't remember what the four, I need to read it again, again, but it's like, it's like, it's four sort of rules that you agree to live your life by. And, um, you read it and you go, oh yeah, that makes sense. And it's like, just one is like, don't say bad things about other people. I can't remember. Has anyone read that? that oh, three, four, four, four. Hang, hang on a minute. Let me Google it. Um, let me get rid of dumping of tritium. The four agreements. Um, the four, okay. Oh, what are the four agreements? Oh, it's a book by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, okay. The four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Yeah. That makes sense. Don't take anything personally. Yeah, that's a good one. Don't make assumptions. Yeah. Always do your best. Yeah. Now, they're pretty good. It goes into a bit more detail. Yeah. But they're... But if you it, it, and the, the the theory is, and it, it make as you're reading the book, it kind of makes sense. If you do those four things, you'll be all right. Other what yeah. other people do is exactly. up to them. It's, them. it's their yeah. thing. But your Absolutely. side of the street is clean. You got to keep your side clean. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, the other thing I think as well, like if, you know, when you're thinking about so mankind and giving without ever expecting anything in return. But yeah. if you're having a low moment, something's happened at work or whatever, wherever it is, and you're just really fed up, yeah. instead of going into that fed up feeling, you think, well, I'm just going to go and do something for someone else. It could be anything. And it just completely changes your changes the route of your day. Yeah. It just changes everything. I just think it's beautiful. I think, I think I, you know, I, I dig it. I, I think it's something that 20 years ago I would have laughed at, but as I get older and now the kind of the next chapter of my life begins in this house on my own and, you know, really value, re-evaluating where I perhaps I went wrong in my marriage and re-evaluating my relationship with my kids and kind of looking towards, you know, the next 10, 20 years of my life. All of this stuff is great. All of this stuff is great. And now I've moved into the country I I personally, maybe some people could take this stuff on board when they're living in the city. I don't know. I couldn't. But now I'm in the country. I can personally, everything is a little bit slower that what you're saying makes um, perfect sense, Kate. Good. Good. 
I just re- that was the reason I rang up really nice last one. time. All right, I didn't get to it. Well, we Thank got there you. tonight. And call you can call Thank any time you, so you want. Much. That's very kind. Thank you so much. Just All the best. Ta ta. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Didn't get the dancing one, but then she was gracious enough to say, "All right, forget that one. Focus on the first two. I well, like that. because dance to your own tune just means do what pleases you, doesn't it? And that cause sometimes can be used by knobheads to justify their um, knobwiffery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would suggest that instead of the four agreements, you just have don't be a don't be a dick. Come on. Well, okay. So this is um, <laughs> now. I'm gonna okay. We all know when we're going there, so don't talk, about, don't... talk about dancing to your own rhythm. Mm-hmm. I've not heard this yet. I don't know what the audio will be like. But it was Aretha Franklin's funeral yesterday. Oh, today. Today. Right. And apparently the changing of the guards at Buckingham yes. Palace. Have you heard it? Yeah. Is incredible. It good? Trevor, listen. Yeah. This is... So... <laughs> so this is the, the the changing of the guards outside Buckingham Palace today. The band of the Welsh guards, before people correct me. Conductor's got a little, little wiggle in his ass. Oh, he's giving it some. I think the drummer loved that little fill as well. They normally get a bit more and stuff on. This is great! What we want is the Queen coming out to the balcony and uh, taking it to church. Philip coming out with the boot polish on. Oh, God, <laughs> Doing the hands. <laughs> it's great. It's lovely. You know what? They should have done it two weeks ago when she was still alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing. I think they do do the hits quite often, but obviously they're... Um, maybe it took some practice. I mean, I don't imagine it's one that's normally in their catalogue. That's good, though. They well can play, can't they? they? Those guys can play. And then they can kill. It was Moida. Hey, what's this about um, Heart to Heart, the Heart to Heart man, Ro- uh, Robert w- Oh, yeah, I was reading about Robert it Wagner. yesterday. So for, for his wife... Natalie Wood. ...died on a boat mysteriously. With a splendour. Him, Christopher Walken, and... Were there anyone else on the boat? A couple yeah, of others. Yeah, the captain. All right. So the captain's come out. And this was like 50 years ago? Yeah. It, it happened a long time ago. Maybe even... Might be... That would be about 50. It would have been in the 60s, wouldn't it? Um, and... He's kind of, you know, the story was she got drunk and she tried to get off the boat and she drowned. Oh, well, they had a famously stormy relationship. There's been some speculation as to what Walken was, what his involvement was, but we know that they had a row. The rumour was that he'd caught, uh, that Wagner had caught her snogging or fancying or doing something with Walken, so there was a big bust-up and she then got drunkenly tried to get off the boat and drowned. But then it's in and out, in and out. It's been floating this thing for years. Was she murdered? Yeah. Did is it Robert Wagner? Yes. Yeah. Did Robert Wagner, you know, from Heart to Heart and, stuff, and the Austin Powers? Did he murder? And it was like, yeah, no, he didn't. Well, maybe he didn't. no, he didn't. Maybe. He didn't. But it's come up again, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Actually, it only happened in 
Deverne told producers of The Fatal Voyage, The Mysterious Death of Natalie Wood that the night Wood disappeared, all three actors were arguing when the actress stormed out and went to her room. He claims Walken also stormed out and went to his cabin at the end of the boat while Wagner stayed where he was and began to drink with the captain. Eventually, Wagner went to check on his wife and Deverne claims a scuffle broke out between the pair. When the captain went to investigate, he claims Wagner told him to go away. Afterwards, he believes that Natalie was killed and thrown overboard. Now, the official account was that she'd gone off in the dinghy, um, right. in the what, drunk, so in a the, dinghy. A dinghy? Yeah, how What's would you say it? Dinghy. dinghy. Yeah, but I also say hanger. Huh? For what? Coat hanger. Oh, my God. Rub a dinghy. A dinghy. A dinghy. A dinghy. A dinghy. Wait, why are you making this weird? Because you're making it weird by speaking in your weird language. Let me Says Mr. Water. Milk. Claims- my youngest, my youngest boy asked for a glass of milk the other day. Catching. Eesh, it's too late. Deverne claims he eventually made his way back to the back of the ship, where he found Wagner at the swim steps and noticed Wood and the dinghy, ding dinghy, were missing. At this point, Deverne claims he's tri- he tried to start a search for Wood. Deverne and Shirley. I saw the dinghy was missing and fired up the engines to start searching. He told the podcast. He was looking for Wood. Stop it, this is serious. I know. But RJ, which is the name he calls Wagner, said, no, no, let's not do that. Let's just stay. Let's have another bottle of wine. Boy. Deverne says when Wood's body was found, it was him and not Wagner who was left to identify her. Didn't make you think. The next morning, Natalie's body was found near the dinghy about half a mile from the Splendour. Um, and he talks about it later on. Um... And he says that she never, she couldn't drive the dinghy, so she wouldn't have gone off. Well, I wish she wouldn't say dinghy. I can't help it, as I was saying. That's really ruining he the said story she for me. She couldn't drive Don't... it, and he thought it was very odd, and it struck him that RJ and Walken went by helicopter back to the mainland, and I had to identify the body. Um, and he feels like they didn't want him to talk about it. Wow. It crossed my mind they didn't want me to say anything about what happened on the Splendour, he said. Police reopened the case into Wood's death on February uh, this year and Wagner has been named as a suspect. Well, actually, they're calling him a person of interest Mm, because he was the last person to see her. They should torture him. He won't speak to the authorities. No, of course not. So they should kidnap him and tie him... Sorry? What, like you just kidnapped my water? Hmm? I can't believe that. All that talk of dinghies was getting me thirsty. You were just distracting me while you necked my drink. Yeah. Well, Well done. You missed the bin two feet away. Um, they should give me ca- the bingy. They <laughs> just go to the break, please. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio, the Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone wow. number. Wow, I couldn't I thought there's a five in there somewhere. Evening, Pablo. Hip, 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 how do you? Very well, mate. What you got for us? Um, the, well, um, oh. sorry, I got, got distracted and disoriented there. Can I just say, uh, by yeah, the way, no, can no, I, no. hang on a minute, hang on a minute, can I just say, right? Yeah, yeah. Martin Kellen is obviously doing a thing where people t- send in um, titles of films but that are changed to be about detectives, right? And one has really, really annoyed me because, where is it? Hang on, I want to find it and I want to do it properly. Right. Hang on. Um... Oh God! Uh, 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 <laughs> oh dear! You know, um, you know um, that person who keeps tweeting us mm. right, now tweeting 
me, despite blocking me, saying, does, does Ian and Kath know about the wheelchair restrictions at the stand club? Yeah, 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 we do. We know that it's tricky for wheelchairs to get there. We didn't know when we booked it, but we know it. So, yeah, thanks. Why is that woman still listening to us? Because she likes telling us off. Isn't she? I can't wait for her to turn up on Sunday and be ev- evicted from the area. She ain't coming to the show. And I look forward to a, a deluge of, of in, uh, insane tweets about us. Um, where is this? Um, where is this thing? Where is this thing? So someone's done. Right. So someone's done a carry on film. Um, oh, let me find it as a detective with a detective in it. Right. OK. There's an obvious one. There's an obvious one to do and they've not done it. Uh, Isn't already a carry on detective? No. Um, uh, where? One of the early ones, one of the first few. Shut up. Right. 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 So they've done... Right, so they've... So Detectives Film Club, right, on Martin Kellner at one o'clock, OK? So they've done... Um, is it just gone again? Where is it gone? Anyway, OK, I've got to remember what it is. So they've done one with a detective in. What have they done? There's an ob- there's a really obvious carry-on film you can change to a detect- to have a detective's name in the title very, very easily. You know, you know, Pablo. There's there's a very easy carry-on film with just a change of dropping two letters and adding a letter. You can make it to be a carry- oh. So the last one they did, the that wasn't Go really on. a carry-on film. Go on. Carry on Columbus becomes Carry on Colombo. Correct. Right. Someone's done Carry on Campion. Campion. Now I'm guessing Campion's a detective. Um, yeah. But. That's that's stretching it. When you've got Carry On Colombo staring you in the face, and you go for Carry On Campion, that kept Martin. He's asleep upstairs, but the, the, this will hang in the ether. Martin, um, don't read that Carry On Campion out because you're better than that. No, instead have the Morse Whisperer. Oh, oh, have they? Yeah, someone's done that. Oh, someone's oh. done that. Oh, I'm disappointed in myself. Um, room at the cop. <laughs> Trying to think of someone with Poirot involved, but I can't. Yeah, there, is a, well. there is a Poirot one. Someone's done it. Um, Hill Street Blues Cape Brothers. Poirot. Sorry. What K Poirot from K Pax doesn't doesn't no. work. K Pax, you're you're doing K Pax. First of all, you can't mention any film starring oh, no, Spacey. Oh, and also, K Pax is Pony. It is terrible. Um. Anyway, what you got for us, Pabs? Um, yeah, oh yeah, um, I'll just say, uh, Catherine, I, I, I spoke to Catherine and Katie the other week before going away on their family holiday to, uh, to the lakes. You did? And I'm now back from the lakes. And how was it? It was grand, yeah, it was all good. Good. Very nice. Did you all do your own thing, or did you all clump together? Kind of, well, a bit, a bit of a mixture, it was, it was, um, kind enough, lots of, lots of walking, the grandparents took the kids off when we did a mountain, um, and stuff like that, but yeah, no, it was, it was very nice. And even though we didn't get to um, where you'd mentioned, for, is it Elsa Water? No, where, where was Grasmere. it? Uh, Grasmere. Yeah. We weren't able to get there because we were in the Elsa Water area. But yeah. on one walk, whilst it was quite rainy, we passed a, a little farmhouse and they were selling uh, little uh, uh, tray bakes that they'd made, one of which was uh, uh, like a lovely gingerbread, very, Ooh, very yes. nice crisp on top and... No, it was perfect, and it was it was a lovely little. Honesty, was it an honesty box? 
Yeah, oh, yeah. Should have yeah, crapped we, we in it. Oh, don't be horrible. Should have crapped in their honesty box. That's what I'd have done, idiots. Well, what was as, the... as I say, and as I said to the uh, the family, is that it is directly connected to a farm, and farmers still have access to rifles on occasion. They do. Even if they're not supposed to, they'll, they'll have a rifle somewhere. Of course they will. You don't want to mess with their honesty box connected to a so, farm. So, was the weather drizzly or was it hot? Why are we talking about the weather? No, it's important. On it's Pablo's important. holiday. Let, let, me, let me continue this All line right, of inquiry. All right, this better be going somewhere. Go on. Carry on, Colombo. It was, it was nice on the first day, mm-hmm. um, rainy on the second Good. day, and then generally all right for the rest Good. of the time. Good. It has to rain in the Lake District. That's that's when it's best. It's when seen from underneath a cagoule hood. We just... We just d- well, that's why we did a big walk. We did a big walk when it was rainy with Jesus, the kids and everything. We're just that dissecting was, uh, a bloke I don't know. Is We're just dissecting his holiday. Yeah. Flipping it. Is we, this what late night radio's come to? You were talking earlier on to a bloke it was lovely. who thinks the universe is what expanding or contracting, but we're not sure. This at least is specific. The universe expanding or contracting is relevant to me. Pablo going to the Lake District and d- dis- and shame on you for this. Taking a dump in a farmer's honesty box so he could get a gingerbread man. That, is not, <laughs> that bears no relevance. That disgusting b- criminal behaviour bears no relevance on my life. I think it's a well, very charming a image. He disgusts me. Do you want a bit of Kyle, a bit of the Jeremy Kyle's in there? Do you want a bit of that injected there, a bit of uh, contention? Are you going to... Whoa, 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 whoa. Was there a fight? Hang, hang on a no, second. No, there was no fight. Everything, everything was lovely. But there's just one of these situations where something happens and nobody mentions anything about it. Oh. It's, um, you know, as, as, as a man of a certain um, uh, want... I I took a, a small water-based vase system that I like to look at out of an evening to calm myself down. Um, and I'd, I'd hidden it in quite a nice, Hang on a minute. way. Can, can I, just I don't say, understand what you mean, Pab. I'm, I'm bored of this. Can I just say, oh. before, you, before you, you, you dare, you dare to... You just, you just mentioned in a derogatory term one of my closest friends, Pablo. What? Yeah, you've just mentioned in a derogatory term one of my closest buddies... I have to say this, because he's a friend of mine. When's he coming round your house? I have to say this, because he's a friend of mine. Ian Lee is amazing. There we go. Pablo? Um, I I, I believe him 100%. I have to say this, because he's a friend of mine. Ian Lee (laughs) is amazing. I love it that he's using the tone of voices. You should be respecting your mother. (laughs) Well, you can, you can, you, he's, uh, is this one of the paid-for ones that you can get? Get stuffed! Get stuffed! Get stuffed! <laughs> Cut him off! <laughs> How dare he? That was a freebie! That is Jeremy Kyle, who's on talk radio, Saturday's one o'clock, is it? Something like that. He's on, he's on in the afternoons at the weekend at some point. Ian, could you do me a favour? Hang on a second. Could you ask your I... great mate, Jeremy Kyle, yeah? to please do a, get off my stage! Don't be so silly, Oh, come on! Thank you very much. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Kath has just revealed something uh, that she has written lyrics yeah. to the theme tune for Jeremy Kyle. the Jer- Jeremy Kyle show. Do you, do you need the music or are you just going to... No, I think I can do it a capulco. Oh, there you go. Madam, 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 you're a disgrace. <laughs> just that repeated. Right, and we need the theme sheet because I don't quite remember how it goes. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could always throw in a get off, get off, get off, get off, get off my stage. Okay, here or we a go. Jerry, here we go. Here Jerry. We go. Here we go. Uh, right, playing now. Here it comes. 
Madam, madam, you're a disgrace. Madam, 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 you're a disgrace. Wow. Wow. I've also got one for Emmerdale. Right, okay, hang on a second, let's get that up. Um, but it's better, Emmerdale Farm's got an actual, it, it goes somewhere. Um, Need to work on Jeremy Kyle. Okay, here we go. Right, we'll go the, uh, by the way, I want a clip of this up on line. <laughs> Why the hell is the clip about her promising blowjobs for everyone? Where is that? Come what? on the microphone, Sam. What the hell? What the actual? Come, come on, the clip. Not... You did a clip promising blowjobs never... for everyone. So I did I did request it, yeah. but they came back to me saying that it's too short. We, we, I, don't th- I don't think we can use anything. Oh, yeah, because short, short <laughs> clips of about 10 seconds long never catch on on no, the internet, no. don't I they? I could have been a meme. Huh? Hmm? A meme. A meme. Here we go. Emmerdale Farm, this used to be Emmerdale Farm. I've started too low. Emmerdale Farm, this used to be Emmerdale Farm. This is embarrassing. Hang on. Emmerdale Farm, this used to be Emmerdale Farm. Oh, but now that it's rude, it's Emmerdale. You're a mum. Then it says here... What? Emmerdale... Then there's a version. It's on YouTube. Emmerdale theme, vocal version. Oh. But by a Swedish group. Den Storda Dag and Hemtil Garden. So, of course, we have to have a little listen to this. This is, Ang- this is Agneta Munta. No, this can't be real. She's called Agneta Munta and Bernard Ust. This has got to be a fake. Agneta Munta... And Bernard Ask. M- and yet a Munter and Bernard Ost, then store a dog in Hemtil Garden. No, okay. <gasps> oh, wow. This is the most incredible thing ever. I've just sent that to James Thornton. He used to be um, the sexy farmer on there. This used to be Emmerdale Farm. Have I got it right? Emmerdale Farm. This used to be Emmerdale Farm. Emmerdale Farm. This used to be Emmerdale Farm. Oh, but now. Middle it's got to be the end. Middle eight, middle eight. Okay. Oh, man. Um, isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? That, that, well, that's well I mind. mean, the Swedes like what they like. That has blown my... Oh, no. I think I've got a Twitter account blocked that shouldn't have been blocked. Sorry, Marcus. It'll only be for 12 hours. 
He misunderstood. I misunderstood. I've got I've blocked somebody who's trying to help. Um, the reason we're playing the Emmerdale Farm theme tunes is because uh, we ain't got no calls. Oh, do you want me some more theme tunes? No. Oh. Well, of course. Um, it's Coronation Street. Of course it is. But didn't the guy? But don't they say if you're writing the theme tune, you yes. should be able to sing the blind title? date, blind date, yeah, blind date, 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 really? date. Oh, okay. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, exactly. That's all that. what they do. Are these the toys... Uh, by the way, I've only got two news stories because there is nothing in the papers today. Nothing. So this is from yesterday. One of the ones I didn't use yesterday. 0344 499 if you want to give us a call. Are these the toys that'll be under the Christmas tree? John Lewis shares its predictions for this year's must-haves, including an electronic spinning top. I'm in. No, you can't use that if you've got carpet. They're rubbish, those toys. You've not, you not got tables? Idiot. And a £330 miniature sports car. Well, they can forget that. Um, from a mini kitchen to an electronic spinning top. These! Are the toys that are set to dominate Christmas wish lists this year? British department store John Lewis shared its predictions for the top ten must-haves today, and they'll give parents plenty to think about ahead of the festive season. The retailer's toy buyer, Harry Broughton, Boughton, Bufton, Harry, Bufton, just call him Bufton, Harry. Said there have been a trend towards toys that encourage children to get moving and away from screens. Bullshine. Um, topping the list this year is the £14.99 iTop, an electronic take on the classic spinning top that Mr Boughton expects will soon take over po- playgrounds across the country. The pocket-sized gadget... Oh, this is good. The pocket-sized gadget features a display showing the number of revolutions, allowing players to keep track of their scores and play the tops as a competitive game. Oh, oh. That is good. Now I got serious. That is. Good. I tell you, what you, you don't see anymore. You used to see a lot in the seventies, apart from those guns that would make sparks. Yes. Yeah, they were great. But you used to get these like sort of half-inch thick plastic discs, right? That were sort of green on one side and white on the other side, and you had some string or something. You a Diablo? To... No. No, no, no. And you pulled them, and you pulled them, and they'd spin, spin faster round. and faster and make a whizzing noise, and then sparks would go off in the middle as well. You don't see them anymore. Tell you what we had. Do you oh. remember the, the half a ball that you could pop inside out and you put it on the floor and it would pop? Yep. My dad stuck one on his forehead once. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, what happened? He got left with a perfectly round bruise. I've seen your dad. He's still got it. Mm? Wow. He's got quite a big forehead. He has. The most expensive um, toy on the list is the £329.99 Lego Technics Bugatti Chiron, which is a 1.8 scale kit of a full-size replica. That's not a toy. 300 quid? No, no, no. But parents, beware. The set comes with 3,599 pieces and features movable pistons, a functioning paddle shift gearbox and an adjustable spoiler. So it might take more than a few minutes to put together. I see these toys are crap. Other highlights include the £134.99 for real. I like Tom Swarbrick, but he's dull. And that's what they're putting up against us on LBC. Blimey, where did that come from? Sorry, I just said it. I like Tom Swarbrick. He's a nice guy. But it's going to be a dull show. What Have they given up on LBC at 10 o'clock at night? Is that what they've done? 
Tom, I wish you the best of luck, brother. But boy, oh boy, it's going to be as dry as the Gobi's bumhole. Oh, he's been very complimentary about you. Has he? Mm, when? In the past. I mean, he's uh, no, not I like now. Tom. I like Tom. I like Tom a lot. I like Tom a lot. I met him. He's a really nice guy. Um, and I think he's a great broadcaster. But we're going to get a lot of their listeners as they switch off in droves. Or maybe that's what they like. That's OK. They, they've got... This is the thing. LBC realise they've got too many listeners. Uh, so they want to shed some. And I'm happy to take their discarded um, uh, flotsam and jetsam. Yeah, as long as they're not divs. I don't want to take their jism. Oh, gosh, no. I'll take their flotsam and jetsam, but not their jism. That's what I'm going to have written on my gravestone. So what's that? I'm going to have flotsam no, and jetsam. No, there. No. Other highlights include the 130... Just, just going to be like talking about the news in a really slow voice for three hours. But he's so nice. He's not, he is nice. He's lovely. But his is more like um, sort of like a mid-morning afternoon show. A late night show when you want a little bit of naughtiness, a little bit of fun. What the hell is going on with that guy's going to... What the hell's going on there, boy? Some people don't like naughtiness or fun. Some people uh, need to have their toes shot off. <gasps> that was a bit much. I'm getting angry. Let's go to the break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, having played... Well, having had Catherine sing her Emmerdale Farm theme... You're welcome. Then, then, you know, thank you. And then found the Swedish version. Now, now we're going down a nice little rabbit hole. Dan has sent me the Brookside theme, sung by Dana, in a French maid's outfit. Oh, shall we? Wowzers. Um, I need to get my echo. It looks like hers. Is she the one that slept with Prince? No, that's Sheena Easton. Okay. Similar look, though. Let's try and skip forward to it. Doesn't really get going, does it? That's a stinker. We all, you know what the best one of these is, of course. Anyone can fall no. in love. Um... No, 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 no. This, really? this, this is the greatest of all TV themes that didn't have lyrics that are suddenly given lyrics. Sammy Davis Jr. You've heard this, yes. haven't you? Hawaii Five O. If you get in trouble, this is great. Bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea. Don't you let them get you up against the wall. Can you pardon? Because <laughs> I'll be there to catch you. And I won't let you fall. Call me if they hit you below. Call me when there's nowhere to go. And I'll be there. You can count on me. You can count on me. So 
Someone has written in the YouTube comments, Oh, my Jack Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the only comment. By the way, is there a duck there? Did you hear the duck? Where? It goes... Listen. Not in Hawaii. Yeah, listen. There! Do you hear the duck? And if they all desert you and you start to bend, you know I won't let them hurt you. And I don't pretend. Don't call if you got nothing to say. Don't call me if you just want to play. But call me on Devil's Day. You can count on me. You can count on Now someone, now Dan has sent us this. I'm, okay, here we go. Let's try this. Out. That was um, it's what terrifying. the world needed. Uh, okay, what is uh, Dan's getting a boner for this? <laughs> oh, this is great! You've heard this. This have you heard the, the French A-team. the French A team? No. Oh, this is great. The A team when it was shown in France, L'Equipe. had lyrics. It's called Agence du Risque Générique. Mm? Agence du Risque Générique. No. Yes, yes, that's what it says. Agence du Risque. Genarique. Generique. Oh, I got the. So, I'm sorry. I got Agence. the. Agence. Agence Risque. Exactly what I said. <laughs> Generique. Exactly what I've been said. Here we go. This is this is great. Accusé d'un vol qu'ils n'ont pas commis, n'ayant oh. aucun moyen d'en faire la preuve, ils fuient sans cesse devant leurs poursuivants. Pour subsister, ils emploient leurs compétences. Quand la loi ne peut plus rien pour vous, il vous reste un recours, un seul. L'agence touristique. Hang on. Did he call them assholes? No. He said assholes. Un seul. There we Un go. Seul. Oh, OK. L'agence touristique. L'agence touristique. L'agence touristique. L'agence touristique. Could it sound more village people? <laughs>
Siete. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Um, there was we hear about some of the big concerts around the world to, the, 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 to serve purposes. Um, one of the biggest ones, of course, was World Environment Day. Do you remember that? The Foo Fighters at Wembley, the Princess Diana Memorial Concert, uh, Live Eight, big stuff. Well, tonight there was a, a concert, not quite as big, yes. but probably more heartfelt uh-huh. than any of those. It was put on by a regular caller, contributor to the show, Nigel from Maidstone. Did it as a tribute to his mum. Uh, I think it was Yardley Village Hall. It was, yes. Um, well, Nigel's called in. Let's see how it went. How did it go, Nigel? No, it was Yalding Village Hall. Yalding Village Hall. That's why yeah. I, it, was, it was locked when Hello, I got there. Hello, Yalding! <laughs> I didn't do it. What? What? No, no, because she came round uh, uh, the, the evening before and said that uh, she was decorating the place. So they were decorating. I can't do it until another week. Oh, but, what? But they yeah. didn't know they were going to be decorating the Village Hall until the night before? Well, yeah, but I've, I've got a new venue now. Hang I've on, wait, wait, we might have had we might have had listeners mm. rocking up. We were thinking of bringing think the show direct from. One person said he mm. might come, and he, and he didn't say anymore. I, no, I told him. I told him on Facebook that it was cancelled. Mm. Okay, well, so, you didn't tell us okay. on on air, which mm. is awkward. But okay, but I I um I've got a new venue. They're going to let me sing in the local uh, working men's club anyway, so that's better, really. You know, a proper club. Right, and there'll be people in there anyway, right? There'll be people drinking up the bar anyway, so I'll get more listeners, people hear me anyway. So so that'll be next week. I've got to go in on Monday and sort the venue out for the following week. OK, well, so, listen, if, here's the thing. If you cancel a show, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to come on the radio and say it. Because I know, we, I'm sorry. I don't I think we'll be able to plug... Night, I wasn't feeling very good last night. I, was, no. uh, I had a lot to do. And, yeah, and well, uh, we might not be able to plug the next one on the radio. No, well, I could do it on Facebook, couldn't I? Yeah, it might be the best way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the best way anyway. Yes, yeah. But I'll definitely be doing something well, in the, the, the club anyway. OK, well, that's disappointing for everyone, um, but, um. <laughs> but never mind, never mind. Aretha Franklin was better. <laughs> um, yeah, well, sadly, she's dead. I, I thought I heard EastEnders theme. No. That's East, EastEnders theme, that song before the... No, that was the A-Team theme. But, the, but it used to be the, the EastEnders theme. No, the A-Team theme was never the EastEnders theme. No, before that one you played, before that one. one. before that was Hawaii Five O. No, before that one. No, the one before that one was Emmerdale Farm. Oh. I thought it was at EastEnders Farm. Ah, you're thinking of Dana singing Brookside. Yes. That's the one. Yeah, Brookside. It's it's originally the EastEnders theme, wasn't it? No, the Brookside theme was always the Brookside theme. Oh, well, it sounds sounds very similar. Yeah, maybe. I don't Uh, know. Yeah, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, that sounds much Yeah, da 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 It's Baron de Berdemoi. Je n'en quel apois. Et vont la ma pine. Oh, God, Really? Vonlo, voulez-vous un cache d'ouvrage? Pleto ma son toi et vendu ma bottom. You like that, Nigel? So, um, I'm watching the King's Speech at the moment on TV. He's, we haven't got a king, we've got a queen. Nigel's in a parallel universe! You know the old, the old Colin Firth one? Uh, the, yes. The stammer, where well, he's got a stammer. It's a mar- he's a marvellous actor, isn't he? 
Yeah. And, and to try and do that stammer and not, not, be, not have a stammer must be really difficult. But he hasn't got a stammer. No, that's what I'm saying. It's more... Oh. Mm. But I, I just... Now I've got this... Now, hang on a minute. He hasn't got a stammer. No. But then he's doing someone... He hasn't got a stammer. No. But he's doing someone who's got a stammer who has to pretend they don't have a stammer. Well, it's acting, isn't it? I suppose so. It's but but the, I think they should have got... Here's the thing. Mm. If they were making that film now... Has he got a real person? That they would have to get a real king to play the king. Mm. They would have to... You can't act a king anymore. They've no. got to play, have a real king playing the king. That's what they do. And mm. he'd have to pretend to have a stammer. That's what... Mm, I've read it in fun. the papers. That's what's happening. So I got my, I got my letter from the king here. Sorry? And I've never never read it out to anyone before. You know, I said I had a king from a letter from George the Sixth. Um, George the Sixth. I don't know if I did know that. Yeah, I, a letter from George the Sixth. That's the one after after Kit the Fifth, isn't it? Obviously. <laughs> even even you realised how dumb that was, <laughs> Nigel. Well so done. I got this letter from the royal family here. Right. That, that was um, sent to my mum's uncle. It was a, a, a bodyguard with the Queen Mother. Yeah. And it's fancy writing. I can only read some of it, but it, it, it's got um, the royal seal at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, at, at the top, yeah. On, a stamp of the royal seal on the top. Now, is that, is that worth a lot of money, a letter from the royal family? From King George the, the sixth, sixth, yeah, probably. Yeah, because Mum said, hang on to it. Um, but I'll just you can sell my it prayers. as soon as you can. <laughs> yeah, hang on to it. Does it say anything um, rude? They like that. But I, if I can get a magnifying glass, I'll be able to read it easier because the writing's quite small. Yeah, but hang on, is it written by the king? Um, yes. yes Handwritten by the king? Yes, you can see it is, yes, yeah, it's this fancy writing. Yeah. But is it, and is it signed by the king? Um, hang on. Because everyone did fancy writing in those days. The, it, I can't, I can't read what the, uh, no, Grand Master. Right, so it's not written by the king. No, it was uh, written out by the Grand Master. And what does it say? Stop bothering us. Um, <laughs> let me see now. Stop, stop bloody singing. Um, I don't, I've got to pick a bit I can read. It's, it's, that, it's that fancy writing where I can't... Oh, actually... I hate that fancy writing. I'm so yeah, glad we use computers. Yeah. But it, 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 I, I did read some of it just a minute. I'm trying to find the part I can read. Anyway, I've got a new song on my Facebook that I haven't, you haven't heard a new song. Shall I play it? Yeah, if it, right. it's on the top, near the top of All my right. page. All right, Nigel, stay there. This is the new song on Nigel's... <laughs> this is the new song on Nigel's Facebook page. California, <laughs> by Wow, it's got b- bold new direction, Nigel. I love it. Well done, mate. Well done. Nigel, listen, we've got to move, mate, because we're late for the news. Thank you, as always. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Another hour of this app.
absolute nonsense to go before Martin Kellner comes in and does a proper radio show, a PRS, proper radio show. Uh, if you want to give us a call, now will be an excellent time because the switchboard is empty. You'll speak to Sam, he'll take your name and number and give you a call straight back. 03444991000, The Late Night Alternative with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. the Kojak thing. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Gary. Good evening, Gary. Hello. Hello, Gary. Yeah, hello. Hello, Gary. You're live on Talk Radio. You're speaking to the nation on what is Britain's most listened to late night phone in show. What would you like to say? Yeah, hello, Ian. We was just having a little bit of banter on Twitter and um I just want to know why you called me a racist. Oh, you're that idiot. Okay. Idiot, look, 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 let's not get brave over the phone. Right? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm brave, no, I'm brave. No, 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 okay. no, no, listen, listen, I'm not going to Gary, 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 my show, mate, you play by my rules. You were an obnoxious idiot on there. You were rude. You wouldn't you, say you... that to be face, Ian. You wouldn't say that to be face. But well, you're threatening me on. physically now. 
No, well, I would say it to your face, yes. I would say it to your face that you're a thug. You call one of my listeners a fat, ugly pig. Um, you're an obnoxious, offensive, misogynistic, sexist, thick idiot. I would yeah, say that to your face. You wouldn't tell that to me face. Yes, uh, Gary. Hello, Gary. Gary. Hello, Gary. Gary, listen. I would, Gary. No, Gary, it doesn't work like that. It's my show. Oh, they can't hear you. Oh, they can't hear you, Gary. I would say it to your face, mate, because it, it, thugs with big muscles who um, threaten and bully their way to get their way don't scare me. I'm not scared of being hit in the face by a thug like you. If that's the best you've got, Gary, then you're an idiot. I'll just, just explain. I'm a racist. Go on, explain that. I'll tell you what, let's put that out of the way for a second. No, and no, let's no, look no, at no, the no. fact that you put a picture... You, 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 she started, she was always having banter with you. It's no, you weren't possible. having banter, Gary. You were being obnoxious <laughs> and bullying. And she, st- she, you picked, you put a picture of one of my listeners uh, up and called her a fat, ugly pig or whatever it was. But it is. It is. Sorry? But she is a fat, ugly pig. There we go, you see. And this, this guy thinks I'm scared but of him. But you took the piece out of my mouth. This is, this guy thinks I'm scared of him. There you go, thanks a lot for calling. Thanks a lot for calling, Gary. You go off. You go and look at your Tommy Robinson tattoo that you've got, and you go and pleasure yourself while looking at your hero, and you wonder why I call you a racist. You're an obnoxious scumbag. You've got no respect for anybody. You're as thick as your arms, and that's quite thick. How dare you? How dare you post a picture of one of my listeners, actually a very beautiful woman, that's irrelevant, but very beautiful woman, and call her a fat, ugly pig? How dare you? How dare you? And how dare you think you've then got the right to elbow your way onto my show and tell me how to do... Give me one with the thumbs up when we got the, the 14 seconds back, Sam. And come up, muscle your way onto my show and criticise me and tell me how to do my job when you've got a tattoo of uh, uh, Tommy Robinson on your arm and you pick on women on Twitter and call them fat, ugly pigs. How dare you? Now, Gary, I'm going to give you, mate, one more chance. Don't use any bad language because we dump it and I'll cut you off, Okay? So I'll give you a chance to come on and apologise, apologise, like a gentleman, Gary. Apologise for what must have been a mistake, Okay? You're going to do that? Who have I got to apologise to? To the young lady that you tried to... Thanks for calling, Gary. Thanks for calling. We dumped that, didn't we? And he's hung up. Of course he has. Just to say, what you didn't hear there was flagrant first dump, the F-bomb. Okay, maybe that was an accident. Second one was was the C-bomb. I think it was directed at me. Um, That's what you're dealing with. That is Twitter face-to-face. Respect to him for calling in. He's angry because I've got his Twitter account suspended for 12 hours. Um, and so he's phoning up to try and do it. But he's he's thick. Gary, you're thick. And you're a thug. And you're a vile person. And yes, I would say it to my face. Why? What are you going to do? You're going to physically assault me? Is that, is that what he was saying? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Gary, come on, man. You're not that dumb. You wouldn't physically threaten someone on national radio knowing that that is recorded and could be sent to the police 
You wouldn't do that. Someone with a Tommy Robinson tattoo physically threatening someone on radio. No, no, no. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there, Gazza. I must, I must have misunderstood you because no one would be that stupid when physical th- threats of physical violence on Twitter can be investigated by the police. So imagine how seriously they would take a, a threat of physical violence being broadcast on the radio on Britain's most listened to late night phone in show. Really. I would also suggest that someone who looks like a thumb. Should keep his opinions of other people's appearance to himself. Yeah, mate. And um, I've forgotten the name of who it was he was rude to. Um, it was Amanda. It was Amanda, wasn't it, who is um, a regular contributor to the show, emails me from time to time. And uh, well done, Amanda, for, um, for you know, d- 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 taking that horrible insult in the, in the dignified, um, well-mannered way that you did. And then a few of his friends piled in and I, I blocked them and... I got Gary suspended for 12 hours. It's a small victory, but it's a victory nonetheless. Um, thank you for your call, though, mate. It's much appreciated. 0344 499 1000 is the um, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. Uh, we're doing the must-have toys. Other highlights include the £134.99 Fur Real Buzz Pet Ricky the Trick Loving Pup. Oof. That's a long name. We've got one of those for real things. Which, okay. It's not real. Which responds They'd rather have a puppy. to over 100 <laughs> motions and sounds and is sure to keep excited children busy on Christmas morning. Mr Boughton, the, the toy buyer for John Lewis, said, We're seeing growing demand for toys which encourage kids to get active. We'll get them a um, uh, um, switch. Nintendo Switch gets you active, gets you active. Parents are telling us they want to buy toys which encourage their children to spend less time looking at a screen and more time playing games that get them moving. Um, well, why are parents telling you that when they could just go into any toy shop in the country and buy those toys? I don't know. Um, a football or maybe some... Uh, bad. My boys are so into badminton at the moment because their grandma plays it. She has a net set up in the garden and they play badminton. And they love it. And they're brilliant at it. There's a lot of cheating going on, but they're brilliant at it. You get ba- badminton, and uh, uh, um, how much do you pay for a cock these days, Catherine? Uh, well, uh, you can get a pack, can't you? A pack of cocks? Yeah, you don't just settle for one. Uh. <laughs> you just use it until it's bashed up, bin it, get another one. I love it when you outdo me on the filth. Which is actually quite often. And then, you know, you've got a lovely little grin on your face. Oh, well, they're no good, are they? Once they're battered, you might as well chuck it. Then they work better. <laughs> you, go, you, can buy, you can buy all that stuff for like three or four quid. But badminton rackets are nothing. You get them second... Always got badminton rackets second-hand in charity shops. Or go and buy a set of bool. Or go and buy a skipping rope. Or go and buy some chalk. There's all these things are out there. I have, right? My boys love... They love video games. They love Xbox. They love their 3DS, right? But we have no... I have no problems. We have no problems in saying, all right, boys, that's enough. We're going out now. Yeah. You might get the... Oh, can I finish this game? Yeah, finish that game, get to the save point, and then we're going out. I've learned the thing with the computer games is, because I've made the mistake in the past of going, right, enough, you've had too much screen time. Yep. Normally when they start getting a bit fractious yeah, and, yeah. you know, one saying, I want to go, and then there's a fight. Getting there early. So, yeah, I say, right, you've got this amount of time, yep. and then I'll tell him, right, ten more minutes, yeah. and I'll, I'll tell them five more minutes. Yeah. And that way they can prepare themselves. Because yep. I kind of... Someone explained to me 
and it and it makes perfect sense now how annoying it is yeah. when you're in the middle of something and someone go right that's enough of that now always let them save the game always let them save then this is like an hour away and they're taking the mic but it's always like if let you're them reading a book and really enjoying yeah. it someone coming up and shutting it but we have no problems with doing that and then saying right we're going to go to the the playground or we're going to go for, take the dog for a walk or we, who wants to take the we're going to take the football out don't even ask who does because one will say nah say right we're going to take when i was in new york and I, we took the 3ds's and i let them take them out with us because i knew that there would be a lot of walking around and then we were going to sit and I, I i didn't mind just sitting there reading the book for 40 minutes having a coffee there'd be lots of that because there's mm-hmm. a lot of walking and i was worried that we they wouldn't see anything from New York because they'd just be in their screens and that there'd be a problem when I'd say, right, we're gonna, I finished my coffee, we're going to go to the next thing. Not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. I, I let them use them on the, the subway a little bit. Didn't let them use them in cabs unless we had a long cab ride. But normally we'd go to a park, I'd have a coffee, I'd read a magazine... Uh, 35, 40 minutes, they play, and I go, right, boys, I've finished my coffee. Are we, can we save? Are we ready to save? Beautiful, let's go. And they were great. Saved, put it in the bag, that was it, it was done. So I don't buy this thing of, I can't get them off there. Yes, you can. Yeah. Of course you can. It can be harder for some kids. It can be harder. But you've just got to lay the rules. You go, right, that's it, we're done. We're going out. Go and climb a tree. Love it. Um, we'll do more of that in a bit. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you uh, want to give us a call, um, oh look, I've just yeah. I mean this this Gary who just called us, um, saying to uh, uh, responding to a picture of a lady. I wouldn't know whether to f you or weigh you in for scrap. That's the caller we just had. Yeah, I know. That's the caller who just said. Uh, probably it says to me, bodybuilder Tiny Willie. That's what it says to me. But Gary, thanks for your call, mate. Really appreciate He's it. He's done leg day and arm day. Shame he missed out on brain day. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Fair play to Gary. Right, he phoned up. Okay. And fair play to Gary, he's got a picture of himself on his Twitter profile. So many people don't. Yeah. But it's still, maybe that's a worrying sign that people are putting their pictures up there because it's that um, that sense of entitlement, of power, of the ability to say whatever you want. I'm just exercising my free speech. That ability to say, and he's got really offensive stuff about Muslims and all kinds of things on his Twitter feed. This is suspended. For 12 hours. But that, that, that feeling of, I can say anything I want, and you cannot, you cannot challenge well, me. What, what were his first words to you? You wouldn't say that to my face. Yeah, yeah. Because he's put on his Twitter, and, and that is what it's littered with, this thing. He's like a how boxer, massive, a or something. How massive yeah. he is. Yeah. With a tiny penis. Um, but also, here's the thing, right? And he was writing vile stuff about me. It was a pussy, a crybaby, begging for my job, no tattoo. And all also, of that he totally missed the point, so a bit embarrassing. Yeah. Um, and he called uh, one of my listeners a fat, ugly pig. Right. I think he had a go at a couple, actually. Well, he did have a go at several. Right. The thing that he got offended by? Tell me why I'm a racist. That was the thing. That was the thing that got him in, in, in a tweet and in that phone call. Tell me why I'm a racist. But you know that standard patter for that. Yeah, lot. yeah, yeah. That was the thing. He's exercising his free speech, having a go at me and call him, you know, women, ugly and, you know, all of those things. But I call him a racist. How dare you? you? You call me a racist, I'm going to beat you up. That's the, that's the thing. Well, I'm just expressing my free right, speech. You tell me why you're not a racist. Yeah. Thoroughly unpleasant person. 
and 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 Twitter is full of them. Oh, pick, pick him out. He's he's been on, you know, having a pop, and he's welcome to give us a call again as long as he modifies his language. We're not going to not going to kind of language like that on the air. The F and the C word. Come on now, boy. Come on now, boy. Um, he needs to calm down. He needs to go and have a nice cup of chamomile tea. <laughs> Evening, Andy. Hey, bird. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Cool. Listen, I, I just wanted to call. I, to be honest with you, uh, it's the first time I knew about any abuse that anyone had received when you were saying it, but I just wanted to call up and offer some love to... Was it Amanda, you said? Here we go. Here we go. He's, he's, Andy has sniffed. There's a single mum out there. And he's, I think she is. I don't know. <laughs> I think if it's the Andy I'm thinking of, she's perfectly safe. Oh, he's... Oh. Yes. Oh, it's, oh uh, Andy's wondering if she's got a glass got coffee table. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Go on, mate. Sorry, I'm I'm in a naughty mood. Go on. No, I'll let you off. Seeing as it's you, I'll let you off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I just thought, I just, I'm like, you know, I was bullied mercilessly at school, and it's terrible. And I thank God we didn't have the internet back then, because I can't imagine what it must be like to be bullied on the internet as well. Mm. And to anyone who is being bullied... You know, like this, it sounds like this Amanda is, and it sounds like some other. Just Gary, oh, no. grow up and yeah. shut up. I don't think Honest. she is. She, she just got a little bit of abuse from an idiot. She saw it totally for what it was. And I've had a few emails with Amanda. I think I've met her a couple of she's, we've, she's been to a couple of shows and things. Um, she is sorted. It might cause a little wobble, but she knows there's a lot of love for her out there. She'll be fine. Uh, you know, but, but yeah, it's. Um, I, I, yeah. People are idiots. I was an idiot as a younger man, Andy. There's no, there's no oh, denying it. We all, yeah, we all. And Gary, if Ian for any reason isn't around and he's not able to say it to your face, I will, and thousands of other people will as well. Hang on a minute. Here's the no... thing. Gary doesn't know that I'm a karate master, and I've I know all the karate moves, and I've got my own pair of nunchucks. Yeah. So he don't go around threatening the karate man. Also, I can snap necks. What? Mm? Is it? Well, she chucks cocks away. Yeah, I do. Well, I'm a black belt in Bukaki. <laughs> My God! Oh, Randy, dirty but He's disgusting. Go away, you filth pop. Thank you, filth pop. Filth pop? What was that thing in that orgasm thing? Daddy's coming on to you now or something. Oh, what God, was that? Was just, I've lost it, Daddy, for God's sake. Hey. Never got that. Put it away, Daddy. Um, yeah, the weird... The weird... You know, I get calling someone baby and sweetheart and, um, you know, kind of... A little bit of role play. You'll be a role play pretending, you know, you're, I was going to say Johnny Depp, but that's controversial. Pretending, I don't know, you're Del Boy and she's the Queen of Sheba. Well, all of that, that fun stuff. But the calling each other daddy and mummy. Oh, no, nah. I want to play with mummy's boobies. Oh, God, no. That makes my ovaries shrivel. That. Daddy lonely. Oh, God, no, stop it. Daddy horny. <laughs> oh, my God. Does mummy want to play with daddy? <laughs> Mummy's not in the mood. Oh, look what Daddy's got down here. Oh, stop it. It's horrible. It's not horrible. It's been naughty, though. Daddy's thinking of Mummy. Why are you waggling that microphone? <laughs> I'll sit you on the step. Oh, thank you, Mummy. <laughs> Hang on, I can get into this. <laughs> yeah, imagine the role play is you just get to stand on a step for an hour and then you're done. Well, only if you're 60. <laughs> You'd be on there for 44? Did you stand there for a minute Three. for the age? Yes. Oh, God. Didn't you know that? No. You'd never done it? Never did the naughty step. No, we made the boys um, uh, put on dunces caps and stand in the corner <laughs> facing the wall for an hour. <laughs> Good evening, Annie. Good evening, Ian. How are we doing? Hot and sweaty. I'm going to... You talk to Catherine for a second. It I can hear hot. you, but I'm... 
The aircon. Oh, get... Explain what's happening with the aircon, please, Catherine. Oh, the aircon's gone haywire. I don't mind it because I quite like it toasty, but he likes it cold. It resets itself. I like it on 17, but then it goes up to 25 automatically. Anyway, enough about our glamorous life. How's yours? <laughs> it's all right, thank you. I'm yeah, back, there's Annie. a lot going on, isn't there? There's I'm a lot going on. There's a lot going on. What you got for us, Annie? Well, I was just going to say, a big chunk of my job is, is unfortunately dealing with people like Gary. Yep. I see an awful lot of Garys during the course of the day, and they're all very similar. Yeah, it's it's always somebody else's fault, and it always comes down to I'm bigger than you. And their response to most things is is uh, I'm going to punch it. So, and it doesn't generally tend to work out well for them because when I come across them, they're usually in prison. Well, that escalated quickly, I believe, is the <laughs> phrase. <laughs> and yet, and yet, I'm totally behind you. Um, and let, let's yeah. just, 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 you know, just to, um, I like to err on the side of my callers. Uh, you know, Gary never specifically stated he wanted to punch me. That, that is possibly one interpretation of, of what he was saying, if you fill in the blanks. Yeah. I, I like to think that that's certainly not what he meant. But, yes, there are certain people, Gary to one side, who, um, it, you know, and you, could, you understand it in school, maybe when you're young, because identity hasn't developed and and people's bodies are growing at different sizes and sizes you know you get two 10 year olds one's small one's huge looks like a 14 year old size is important and we haven't got the arguments argumentative skills that we have when we're older but when you're in your 30s and your 40s someone saying something you don't like that isn't particularly offensive i called the guy racist and the response being i'm gonna punch you yeah. What, what, you, you are well, you are going to go to prison. You because, know that, don't you? Because you're talking to yeah. someone who is extremely defensive because yeah. there is a huge insecurity underneath all that. No one pumps themselves up to that size who's not feeling you, threatened. You do know, if you assault someone, you'll go to prison. And, I mean, just say, if you assault someone who was on a reality TV show six, seven, eight months ago, you're also going to be splattered all over the papers as well, well yeah, you know, for yeah. assault. You know you know that, don't you? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, but some people have problems um, being able to imagine consequences, don't they, Annie? Yeah, that's part of the problem as well. P- people do what works for them. Yeah. And, it, and people like that, he's probably gone through his entire life being bigger than everybody else and being threatening. So his behaviour is never challenged because it's too scary to do. And then when he hits his 30s and people challenge his behaviour, he doesn't have the emotional maturity to deal with it the way other adults Although do. I was thinking, what was that Oliver Stone film that isn't very good? Is it called Talk Radio or News Radio? Oh, I think there's one called Talk Radio. Yeah, where, right at the end, it's, it's, it's an obnoxious, and I will use the phrase, because he is, shock jock. Mm, mm. Um, it's, it's a terrible film because it's so badly acted. All of the It's basically a radio, late-night radio host. And, all, and it should be brilliant, but all of the late-night radio bits are obviously obviously scripted and the guys obviously instead of what they should have done is got this guy to host a late night radio show and filmed it for a month or you know or or, or filmed five days of it solid with with actors calling in they had this guy learning a script isn't it an oliver stone one oliver stone and the acting is terrible and what happens at the end is this guy is so obnoxious he's not actually that obnoxious but he's so obnoxious he goes into his car and someone says oh mr jones turns around and goes yeah Big fan of yours. Could you sign this? Sure. And then he gets shot and dies. Right. So part of me was thinking, I hope I don't get killed for this. But if I do, we're going to win an award. That's all I'm going to say. And Kath, I'm going to let you have the award in your toilet. 
Thanks, finally. There we go. Yeah. There's always an upside, isn't there? There's... If you just look hard enough for it, there's always an upside. <laughs> there's an upside. I'll be dead, but Kath will have a lovely <laughs> award. Roll holder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man alive. We're just doing a crazy radio show, guys. That's it. Annie, what are you up to this weekend? Um, well, on Sunday, I'm coming to Glasgow. Yay! Oh, oh I'd thought... love to meet you. I thought so. That's why I... Did I know that you were coming? Had you said that? I, d- I don't know, possibly. OK, I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought that that's possibly what was going to happen, but I didn't want to be so presumptuous. Oh, well, we will see you um, at a bizarre time to try and be entertaining, four o'clock. Uh, just ask Eamon Holmes how difficult it is. Oh. It, it, it's, it's about five hours before you usually get entertaining, isn't it? No. Definitely. It's when I'm normally a little bit grumpy at home eating biscuits. <laughs> so well, That in itself can be entertaining if you try hard enough. <laughs> it yeah. could be entertaining. Uh, but, yeah, come on, it's, it's, listen, it's going to be a big room and a small, intimate audience. Um, so, you know, but it'll be that's a laugh. That's we, the best kind. I, I, do you know what? I think so. We're going to break even, so very, very happy with that. So we get a free weekend in Glasgow, uh, in, in Scotland, Edinburgh and Glasgow, um, and it'll be it'll be a laugh. And then maybe next time if we go back, we'll just uh, uh, we'll just play one of the places. I think maybe that was our mistake, because they're only an hour apart. Anyway, it's not a mistake. Yeah, they're not that far, so people could go to either one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was that was my, my bad. Um, but we'll have a great time. We'll get to meet people like you, Annie. I've got a few other people coming. I think Kez is coming, who I've not seen... For, since Australia, so it will be it will be a laugh, Annie. Excellent. See you then. Ta ta. See you then. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. She didn't skip brain day. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Um. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We talked about toys. Buckingham Palace. We'll do some more of those toys in a bit. Um, oh, yeah, we are talking the first hour, if you missed it, um, uh, to a disgraceful way that a young woman was treated on a Greater Anglian train um, just because she was in a wheelchair, wedged in, <laughs> facing sideways. <laughs> it's just... I'm laughing because it's, it's just... You know, and, and Greater Anglia refused to come on the show and told Kath off because I'd got in touch with them via Twitter. And I will continue to do so now they've done that. Good. So that's on your head, guys. Good. I look forward to um, getting those emails. Uh, and we were kind of just asking if you have um, uh, experience of being in a wheelchair or being with someone who's in a wheelchair. And uh, um, we had a, it was Lucy, wasn't it? Yes. Who told us that a guy came up to her one day and put his hands on her thigh and said, Jesus forgives you and I'm going to heal you. And. As she was going away from that incident, the old guy turned to his missus and said, oh, someone should put her out of her misery and shoot her. I mean... I had a a tweet from Alistair as well who said something very similar, said that he'd been told that he was, you know, because he'd been bad in a a past life. Well, that's the... um, Yeah, there was a... Football manager. Yeah, there was. What was his name, Sam? The football manager, England football manager, who said that disabled people had been bad in a... Was it not... Great, not... Was it not Chris Waddle? No. Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle? Yeah. Is it Glenn Hoddle? Yeah. I think it's Glenn Hoddle. It's not what Sam was going to type on the screen. He was going to type the wrong answer. I'm I'm mixing up my diamond lights. Do you remember them? No. They did a song together. Oh, Hoddle and Waddle. Yeah, Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. It's good good, good names. 0344 499 1000. Some show tonight, guys. This is The Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. She is Catherine Boyle. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. It's Rainbow George. Hello. Oh, someone's a little bit perky. Hey. Uh, well, it's the 
first of September, so my oh, first yeah. call in September is, is... I have a friend in a wheelchair. First of the month and no returns, all right? Losing. <laughs> Sorry? I'm going to go to the diary room. <laughs> go on, what were you saying, George, before Catherine rudely interrupted? I have a friend in a, a wheelchair. His name is Gregory Sams. He yes. was He was friendly with John John Lennon and... and uh, he invented the veggie burger and... and whoa, 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 First of all, you're saying he's friends with John Lennon and he invented the veggie burger. What the heck? Yeah, Gregory Sams. Does it, does that come up if you Google it or something? Wait, you, you Google it, Catherine. Sams? Yeah. He invented the veggie burger? Uh, UK, Amer- American-born fractal artist, author and publisher. Is that him? Yep. Wow. <laughs> I remember Remarkable. a lot of those posters when I was at university. Remarkable. He invented the veggie... I must admit, I remember once... Do you remember... Oh, it was that guy. Do you remember um, on Three Counties, we had a woman phone up and she was talking about something and then it turned out it was either her or her dad who'd, who'd brought hummus over to the UK. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Yeah, she, didn't, she, she basically brought hummus over to the UK in, like, the 60s or something. Was it Extraordinary Claims Call Me Now? <laughs> Is that the phone-in? I don't know what it was, but I, there you go, you know. I have a tune in my mind. Do, 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 do you know a Bob Dylan track called Wigwam? Wigwam, bam, bam, bam gonna God, make you my man. man. Wham, no, bam. No, no, no. <laughs> it, 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 it was on a, an true. album called yeah. Self-Portrait. I, I, was oh. never, I was never a Bob Dylan fan, and, and I bought... The album in 1970. And That's a good put, album. That's the album that everyone says is a stinker, but actually it's a stunning album. Uh, no, to me it was a stinker. Oh, it? no, listen it, again. It, except for the, the one track, Wigwam. And uh, I, I, I put the album on, there were, I, I think, over 20 tracks on it. That's the track. Here we go. Such an uplifting sound. I put it on. I was waiting for Bob Dylan to start singing, and he never—he doesn't sing. Oh, this is great! This is great. You know this? Oh, he doesn't sing. No, it's such an. Hang on, George. Hang on. Because I've something. This is a great. This is the song. This is it. Well, he's not singing lyrics. Is what he means. Look I tell you, the best song on that is oh, this is the best song. This is the best song on the album. This is Bob Dylan, right? All the tired horses in the That's not it. That's someone doing a cover of it. Hang on, Bob Dylan. Uh, All the tired horses. This is. Do you know that one? I think it opens the song, uh, the album. Here we go. Uh, don't want to cover. Don't want to cover. I 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 don't want to cover. He doesn't want to cover everyone. I don't want to cover. That, they're only covers. Anyway, Bob Dylan, All the Tired Horses. That is, that is, that's some track. Anyway, yeah? No, Wigwam. No, <laughs> Bob Dylan, All the Tired Horses. <laughs> it, it's, uh, I'm also thinking of, of, of the poem that I wrote that, that Ian Jury recorded oh, yeah. for me. Of course you are. 
Rainbow Land. Did you did you ever tune into that? Um, you, well, yeah, we played. Didn't we? Didn't we play play it or something? I don't. Remember. Don't think so. Don't, don't think you ever played it. Uh, I'm sure that's where Ian is now, and uh, Aretha Franklin and everyone else. I'm sure there. Senator John McCain, I'm who invented sure, the oven chip. I'm sure they're all in in Rainbow Land. So so it would be great if you could play. He enjoys reciting my Rainbowland poem, and and the, no. the the background music on it, it was. We played it. I, did you? I'm sure we played it. Yes. Stop the smoking back... weed, man. You'd remember. Put, I never put down, heard, put down I never the bong. Heard, I never the, heard you play. Put down the bong, man. No, no, Bob no, Dylan, no. man. Bob Dylan, put down the bong. You gotta turn to Jesus. You gotta turn to Jesus, man. No, you don't. Bob Dylan turns to Jesus. <laughs> it, it's, uh... Jesus, man, put down the bong and turn to Jesus. I'm Bob Dylan. I'm Bob Dylan. How does Bob Dylan talk? The mu- Oh, the mu- hey, I'm Bob Dylan. The no, he mu- doesn't. That's yeah. like a country farmer. No. David Bowie, org. Wuzza, wuzza, wuzza. David Bowie.net. I could not get .com. Somebody had that already. I did the, not see the internet. You're going a little bit steptoe there. No. The music you di- dirty old man. Harold, get me on the log me onto the internet, Harold. I want to have a look at those lovely naked ladies. You dirty old man. I found a computer, Harold. I want to have a look at the dirty naked ladies. <laughs> you dirty old man. I've got this app on my phone, Harold, called Tinder. Swiping away. You meant to swipe on the phone, Dad, not your willy. Oh, God, really? Uh, uh, step to and son for the 21st century. I'm happy to write that. Okay, get Kevin da- Bishop to star in it and I'll write it. My dad and I used to watch Steptoe together and uh, enjoy it. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah. It, it, God, that's it, a great story. <laughs> 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 I never liked Steptoe and son. I never thought it was funny. I thought it was creepy. Yeah, I just did, I didn't think I, like, I didn't think it was funny. But I think they're an interesting pair. She's a lovely bit of crumpet adult. Oh, she's a lovely bit of crumpet adult. <laughs> but there's a really good BBC drama about those two. Yeah, I know. It's good, it isn't it? So good. Really, really good. Because he was a ve- uh, um, Harry H. Corbett was a very serious actor, and he did not want to demean himself by playing a, in a sitcom. And they said it'll be a one-off and we'll pay you really, really well. He was like a stage actor. And he did it. And then it obviously became really successful. And it, it killed his theatrical career. And he made a lot of money, but he was really, really unhappy. And then the other fellow, William H. Brambles, William Brambles, who was Paul McCartney's granddad in A Hard Day's Night, got done for... Um, Cottaging. Yes. It's a really interesting story. The, is it, the, the music behind the Rainbow Land track was put together by a guy called Dave Goodman, oh. who produced the Sex Pistols Anarchy in the UK oh, track. And Dave Goodman is also in Rainbow Land now. Hey. And uh, I've been watching the... Aretha Franklin tributes, and this is pretty, pretty amazing and, and lovely the way music can really bring people together. And, and uh, music is is where it's at. It's it's music that will change this world. I'm I'm sure. Do you are you aware of the MC5, George? 
Not really, no. A very uh, left-wing political um, rock and roll band from the late sixties. The MC, oh, yeah. of course, stands I... for uh, Motorcycle Motor City. Uh, five from Chicago, Detroit. 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 Sorry, I keep saying Ch- Chicago, Detroit. And we had um, we had the guitarist on Wayne Kramer last night. That's now as a podcast. It isn't is. It? Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll I, find I, that and tweet it. I I I heard it and it was very good. I'd, it was I'd great. like to I'd like to meet him when he comes over. Okay. It, it's uh, talking about podcasts. How's how, our podcast it is happening next week. I am now. I'm set up at home. I am digitising the cassettes. What you gave me, and Kathy's going to be editing the audio, and we're going to start. I reckon we'll have one out by the end of September. Can you crack one out by the end of September for me, Kath? Of course I can. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Be brilliant. It's happening. It'll be brilliant. It's you, happening. you, you don't realise the two of you that you are going to help to change the world. Last time I spoke to to, to Catherine, she, she, she said to me, uh, haven't you got a plan B? Uh, <laughs> I, I, That's such a Cath question. I love it. Well done. Yeah, I've only got one plan to change the world and, and, and uh, that is the plan I'm pursuing and, and y- y- you both are part of that plan, so Let's see where it takes us. All right. Nice one, George. Good to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much. 0344-4991. What? 0344-499-1000. I thought you going to give your number. Yay! One of these days. This radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000. The week is nearly done. For, well, the week here is nearly done. Tomorrow... Are you tired? I am a bit, yeah. Oh, well, we're going to be up very early because we've got a lot to do. Oh, good. Um, for, between four and six, you might be able to watch us tomorrow and Sunday doing a live show. But uh, don't plan your day around it. Yeah, don't. It probably uh, won't work. But you can, sky- you can definitely Skype in and call in. So follow me on Twitter and, and, and you'll know more. Uh, Lee is on the line. Good evening, Lee. How are you? How are you? I'm very well, Lee. How are you? That's the question. How was your uh, my week off was delightful. Had a great time with the kids. Ate, ate too much food um, and and saw some wonderful, wonderful things. It was a gift. Oh, do you know who it is? Do I know? Where, do you know? Do I know where it is? It's with New York. Oh, do you know who it is? Is this Lee? Yeah, this is one. It's not the Lee from Ian Lee, is it? It's not my other no, half. It, no, it's 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 Lee from the tennis is one. That's old, yeah. I told, you about, me t- I told you about me tinnitus. When when was that? Remind me, Lee. I've forgotten. A few weeks about, a few weeks back, I told you about. Oh yeah. Okay. Tinnitus. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes. Well, I'm hopefully in a few weeks. I've got a hearing aid because a few weeks back I had a. I was like feeling really low, like yeah. I was going to commit suicide, like basically. I know, but I've, I've sorted that out now. <laughs> I love that. A few weeks ago, I was going to commit suicide. I've sorted it out now. That is amazing. Well, how have you sorted it out, Lee? Well, basically, I went, rang the doctor yeah. and I said to them, and I said, I said to them, listen, if I don't get this sorted, what do you, what, you mean? How am I going to get this sorted? Was this and the thing where I... one doctor was saying one thing was wrong with you and another doctor was saying, no, 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 no. They, that, yeah. that doctor's wrong. This is what's wrong with you. And there's no one could agree, then they couldn't come up with a plan to move forward. Yeah. I got you. That was it. I yeah. got you. Yeah, you were well, your wits I, end. I, I, I remember that. I rang them up and I said, listen, 
how can I like get through to you? Can I should I stand on a bridge and like tell you how mm. I feel? Mm. And then now I've got like I've got a hearing aid due on the eighteenth this month. And is that is month. that going to get rid of the tinnitus? I hope so because I've heard about it. Loads of people have told me about hey. uh, that I can get rid of it. Yeah. Hearing aid, so hopefully. Oh, wicked man! Well, we'll we'll keep out. My fingers are crossed. My lips are sealed. No, hang on. My just my Um, fingers are crossed. That's it. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. I hope it all works out. You okay? I'm all right. I'm having a good streak of. of, I'm 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 worrying a little bit. I'm worrying a lot about money because I bought this house expecting a divorce to happen, and it's that divorce turns out takes ages and. I, I, I will be all right in six months financially, but getting up to that is a real worry. So I'm struggling with that, but I'm, I'm aware I'm in a very blessed position. But otherwise, Lee, I'm doing all right. I'm having a nice little street. New York was, was a joy and a blessing to spend that time with my beautiful children. The house that I'm in is delightful. Um, the, uh, um, the, the show, I think, this week has been better than it's been in the last year. Uh, everything seems to be going all right so something's gonna go wrong soon something's gonna go wrong uh, have you ever heard that song the only way is up the by only way yaz. is up yaz and the plastic yeah. population well, that's, that's for you the yeah. only way is up <laughs> yeah that's the only thing for you everything is all right at the moment lee and i'm, I'm enjoying yeah. a nice little sunshine period oh, so i'm, I'm happy you. thank you buddy let us know how the hearing aid goes won't you I will do, definitely. I'll, I'll get in touch with you again. Nice um, one, man. About the, uh, thank you, Lee. And thank you. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. 0344 I'm terrible at remembering callers. I, I, I did get him a, a couple of minutes into it. But you will often say, do you remember, that, do you remember Tony you phoned up last night? Huh? Which one was that? The guy that was who, who uh, crashed his car into a, into a tree. What? Yeah, he crashed it into a tree, and then he had to crawl out through the... And it'd be like an amazing, huge story. And i go... No. Anyway, what about him? Uh, he's emailed me. I just don't remember any of it. No, that's why you need me, because I remember everything. Do you Apart put... from really important things like, you know, stuff I've got to post at home and stuff. Do you put something in my decaf cough cath? What? Oh, like a memory sapper. A mem- you put a memory sapper in my decaf cough cath? Only on a Tuesday. You can make love on a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday if you want. You can take me on a Saturday, <laughs> no. a Saturday and I will touch your knob. <laughs> but don't you dare touch me on a Sunday, never on a Sunday, never on a Sunday, because I'm at church. Never on a Sunday, don't touch me on a Sunday, don't touch me on a Sunday, you know that it hurts. Because we've made love on a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday. But never on a Sunday, never on a Sunday, never on a Sunday, because I'm at church. Never Never on a Sunday, no, never on a Sunday. Don't touch me on a Sunday, not there, because it hurts. Right. Glad we've got that clear. <laughs> Is that a real song or one you made up? It's from the music. It's Fiddler, Fiddle About on My Roof. <laughs> Fiddle on My Roof. Isn't it? Or is it Craig David? It's one of the two. I thought it was on Never on a Sunday. There was one called Never on a Sunday, wasn't there? Yeah, like, just... I just sang it to you, no, Dave. A musical called that. All right, is that then? I just sang the song "Never on a Sunday" touch, to you. Touch me in the morning, never on a Sunday. <laughs> Hang on, I'm confused. Can't you say I can touch you now? No. Well, it's, but it's, it's Saturday morning. It's not till we've had a sleep. <laughs> Your rules, not mine. 
Can we can we find songs about doing it when it touch me in right. the morning? All right, hang on. Let's in the last ten minutes of the show, let's try and build up a, a diary of when it is acceptable <laughs> to have sex and when it is unacceptable to have sex. So, so mornings touching definitely. So touch me in the morning. Although I mean, it's a bit smelly. I don't know why I'd want to. I just saw Sam bounce out of his seat and drop back down again. Even he, <laughs> he's 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 from the um, the millennial generation. Yeah. Even he was disgusted by that <laughs> frank admission about your downstairs hygiene. I wasn't even talking about downstairs. Talking about morning breath. <laughs> Touch me in the morning. Never on a Sunday. Yeah. What day was Dave, Craig David chilling? He chilled on Sunday. Okay, so never on so a that, Sunday. That tallies. I'm chilling, that's that's. I'm chilling. Okay. What other day? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air. When and when is it acceptable January, to? January, February, won't you? Isn't it? That's that not one? about sex. Isn't it? No. Oh damn no. it! I've been ruling out January. No, and no, February. no. That's about him going. All, no, 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 no. You can do it in in winter months. January, February, 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 February. Um, <laughs> um, just checking the lyrics, just in case, because I I feel like I've. Isn't it funny? All songs are about sex, but I can't think of any songs about sex. The hell is going yeah, on? Yeah, January, February, don't you come around. Forget it. Shop, shop. Okay. Um, oh, um... Oh, Making Love in the Afternoon. Yeah, Afternoon Delight. All right, so Afternoon Delight and Cecilia. Oh, yeah. Afternoon Delight. And Cecilia. So the morning he is He gets touching. up to wash his face, and when he comes back to bed, someone's taking Cecilia's his Cecilia's a dirty old... What's she got, like a man flap instead of a cat flap? How do you get in? Well, may, well, maybe there's DP. Oh, my God. Afternoon delight. I'll take this. Sky rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Hello, Lee? Hello. Yeah, I'd like to talk about... Uh... What songs uh, begin with sex? Go on, then. You're on the early. Give it to us, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh. Uh, let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about you and me. me. Let's talk about... But oh. when are they talking about sex? And also, we're not really interested in discussing sex. We want to get straight down to the nitty-gritty. So we're trying to find days of the week or months of the year when it's acceptable to have sex and when it's unacceptable to have sex. So we've we're got, calling this phone in specific sex. We've got Touch Me Songs in the Morning and we've got Afternoon Delight and Making Love in the Afternoon with Cecilia up in her back room. <laughs> Bedroom, not back room. OK. Well, we've got, I think uh, in, the af- in the afternoon, but any time you can have sex. What song? Is that a song or is that just your... It's Lee's theme. Lee, you mucky pup. Lee's theme. Thank you, Lee. <laughs> Lee's theme. <laughs> um, uh, that reminds me. Oh, hang on a minute. What's this? There's a song from Dennis Wolf. Dennis Wolf. Sunday morning She leaves home to make her lonely pilgrimage It's the only
Okay, well, so that's another one. We, so Sundays is definitely out. Craig David is chilling. Um, never on a Sunday. And Dennis Waterman is is uh, comforting his um, partner who is busy visiting. He's got only gets visitation rights on a Sunday to the kids. That's harsh mm. and unusual because obviously the other way around. But that's harsh. And and they, as you said, they 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 talk a lot. They drink a little. Sometimes they get a little bit high. And I don't. I'm not going to judge them about that. Maybe that's um, why she's not got custody of her kids. Yeah, exactly. Drugs might be an issue there, Big Den. Um, but he's he's a gentleman, and he's not going to have sex with a lady who's, like that, who's, no. who's high. So Sundays are out. Thank you for that, Alistair. Sundays are definitely out. Did you speak to him? When he... Okay. Okay. Um, oh, Beyonce has a, a song where the line is... Tonight I'm gonna put my body on your body. That's not necessarily about yeah, sex. Could be hey, Martin massage. Kellner. It's not necessarily about sex. No. Could be massage. Could be maybe she needs a little lift up the stairs, and so she's leaning on him on Jay Z. Yeah. Because she's hurt her ankle. I wouldn't take that as consent. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, sorry, Matt. I think you've misjudged that, buddy. I think you've misjudged the. Right, the I'm glad Beyonce. we cleared that up before it got embarrassing. Yeah, you've you've, you've misjudged Beyonce there, and, and shame on you. She's a good yeah. Christian woman. Martin Kellner. Yes, hello. Yep. Uh, funny we're having that very same conversation, not about Beyonce, but in sort of general terms. Yes. Um, just through there with some of um, our colleagues from Talk Sports. Oh, yeah. And we all know how politically correct all our colleagues from Talk Sport are. Those guys don't know the rules. Mm. No, they don't. They don't know which hole to go in. That's oh, for like, God's sake. That's those guys. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I've discovered that. But I was just saying... <laughs> and I'm sorry, there, Martin. There I'm was, sorry you had to go through that. Well, there was a story in uh, one of the papers in The Times yeah. which suggests that uh, Gérard Dep- Depardieu, yeah. it's obviously, he's under investigation, yeah. and there's a story that he may be um, a rather bad sex pest. Um, as opposed to a good sex matter, yes. that he might have behaved very, He's very been accused of rape by an actress. But he has, But he yes. also has admitted, nay, boasted about being a rapist when he was a child. Mm. So he used I to run that. with a gang. We were about yes, I remember that years ago, there, there being a big thing about him coming out and saying, yeah, I raped people when I was younger, when I was a kid. Yeah, but that's just what we did. In those different times. Different times. <laughs> Very different. Very different. But I just look the picture that was next to the story, I, I look at that and I thought, every, anybody who looks at that picture is just going to say, wow, he doesn't look like a rapist much. <laughs> yeah, because that's Gerard. He also appeared in a bottle on uh, yeah. on a plane. Yeah, they wouldn't they? let him go to the loo, so he and went. He appeared anyway. in a bottle on a plane. Dirty Which, boy. Yeah. So He's uh, an oaf. But a fine, fine actor. I know. I used to think he was rather charming. Well, everybody did. Yeah. He, you know, when he was in Green Card, and you know, because Hollywood sort of imported him from France, where he'd been in a series of films that weren't that. Does he live in Russia now? I think he spends a lot of time there. Yeah, he does live in Russia. He also he's got a, a place there. He did a very good turn, Cyrano de Bergerac in French. Just who? Sorry, Cyrano de Bergerac. Cyrano. No. Yeah. Cyrano. Cyrano de Bergerac. No. Come on. No. Oh, come on. No. Open I'm the not... phone lines on it. I'm not letting it's... her have that one. No. Sorry, Martin. You're going to have to keep cut. Got... Cyrano. I've got a degree in French, mate. Yeah. Okay. Well, you haven't got a degree in names. I've got a degree in life. Cyrano. You carry say, on, Mister. You, you say milk. Mel? How do you say that? <gasps> Martin, please, carry on. Tribunal. Yeah, well, um, in the show today, we're talking scallops. Uh, on scallops? The show, Don't you normally? Scallops, yeah, huh? indeed. Um, yeah, we're talking scallops. Uh, we're, um, we've, got, we've got somebody on from the... Uh, Thing called the pudding. Have you ever heard of the pudding? I don't. I, I know. I don't know the pudding. No. I know no a the pudding. pudding the, well, the pudding is a website uh, slash online magazine, and it's all about diversity. And the issue. This is a diversity issue I've never thought of, yeah. and you know all that stuff. And tonight, 
what they're going to be talking this morning, what they're going to be talking about is women's pockets are smaller than men's pockets, and this is a diversity issue. Yeah. Is it? Can yes. I, yes, I, it is. I tell you what. Can, can you I put, put my... your mobile phone in your front pocket? Because I, I can't. Can I put my hand in your pocket? No. And see how much I can get in there? No. Although I've got a new pair of jeans with very oh, spacious oh. pockets, and I love it. It is always the thing, though. If you go out, and if, even when I've been out with Kath for a meal, can mm. I put my phone and keys in your pocket? And that's always been the, the vibe, going out with a girl to a club. A club well, otherwise you've got to take a bag. Yeah. Can I put my phone that's and true. keys in your pocket? This dress has got pockets, and I love it. You're doing... Movies, your film club is... Oh, yeah, my film club tonight is the Detectives Film Club. There's one on here I don't want you to read out, because I don't think they've put the effort into it, right? They've done... A, they've done I'm going to say it, right? Because I don't want it to taint your show. Oh, bless you. So they've done Carry on, Carry on Campion. Carry on Campion. So I'm guessing Campion is a detective. Yeah. Right. Surely if you're going to do a carry-on film, it's carry-on Columbo, isn't it? Carry on Columbo will have probably got that as well, yeah, I I'd said it. They, if you about that, that's because I said that's it about said two it, hours yeah. ago. Oh, did you? Reading yeah. the thing, yeah. Sorry? Nope. You did not say it! <laughs> very tense in here tonight. I think there I might be evil that. spirits, yeah. Martin, so just be careful. I will be. Anything else? You've got 30 seconds. Anything that you want to really, really, really want to sell to the listeners? Uh, not dead yet is Robert Plant. Oh. Um, yeah, he did loads of interviews when he had his al- his last album out, yeah. uh, Catching Fire, I think it was called. And uh, so Robert Plant will be talking on the show. He'll actually be talking on Canadian radio, but we've clipped it. And we're playing lots of um, Led Zeppelin. You should so. edit, edit your questions in. So it sounds like you've got him on. Make it okay. Oh, I can't do that. I think you're allowed to do that these days. I've never heard Stairway to Heaven. You've never heard it, Stairway no. to Heaven. And now he refuses. I, I refuse to. And, and on that bombshell, oh, we'll bombshell. be back on Monday at 10. Stay tuned. Martin Keanu is up next. Ta ta.